You have someone on that plane? Yeah, my fiance. I put a curse on that plane. My sister is on that plane. I put a curse on that plane that it's gonna explode, burn on fire, and fall into the sea. Fifty years ago, she stole a man from me. Today, she tells me that she never loved him, that she took him to be strong on me. Now she's going back to Sicily. I cursed her, and that green Atlantic water should swallow her up. I don't believe in curses. Neither do I. Do you believe in life after love? If you do, then do we have the perfect holiday movie for you. 1987's Moonstruck rises above the NYC skyline tonight on Nightcaps at the Theater. Love, loss, farce, this one has it all. Take a seat for a production of La Boheme or else pull up a chair for this Italian-American drama-slash-comedy. Animal! What an animal! You're a wolf! Snap out of it! Pinocchio, little puppet made of pine. Why that ass looks so fine? Hey, right? Is that the version we're gonna get? Hopefully? I hope so. That's the version I would direct. Guillermo del Toro's director's cut. Pinocchio. Was, that, was yeah. that in the live action version? No. Remember from the what's his name? Oh, um, you know, I'm talking about the Italian. Um, Life is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. I always, for, I always fucking forget his name, mm. and I'm Italian. And I'm like, okay, it's <laughs> Roberto Bagini. Why not? Roberto sure, why not? Roberto yeah. Bengini. Roberto Bengini. Ah, scusese. Eh. Baja Galoop. Fangul. Eh. We'll just do curses the whole night in Italian. Or Maranad. Maranad. Stunad. Calamad. Yes. Calamad. Yeah, we're talking. Oh, the Hola. pasta fagioli. Yeah. <laughs> pasta fagioli. <laughs> oh, thank you, Giada De Laurentiis. No, I was going to say thank you, Mike Birbiglia. It's one of my favorite jokes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so we're back, ladies and germs. Episode 22 coming at you. By popular demand. Or some would say... No demand at all. <laughs> when does that stop? Thanks us? to our viewer account. <laughs> no, we've been going up. I've been telling you. First you're we've up, been go- and one then you're more view up. Means up, right? The the Indian click farms are working. Yes. <laughs> at last, right? Oh. But other than that, welcome, welcome. So, anything we want to talk about today? We got a TV court on the menu. Who's gonna preside over this? I plead the fifth. I'm sorry. Yeah, I pl- also plead the fifth. I'm gonna take advantage of. No, not my Miranda rights. I'm gonna not. I'm gonna skip the Miranda rights, and I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna. Oh, he's gonna filibuster. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh spread. goodness, I have some notes. Let me get them while you filibuster. I'm gonna smear some names here. Let's see. Uh, the Good Place. I watched one episode of that. I'm still five episodes behind, but I just I don't know why I fell off with this third season. Uh, I started rewatching, and it is just great. It's so pleasant. It's funny when you don't expect it to be, mm. and it's uh, clever and smart 
when you don't expect it to be. Mm. It, it's always subverting your expectations. And it just got renewed, too. Yeah, so. for season four, which I is insane. Because yeah. I had not... This is a show that I wasn't sure would uh, get to season two. And now we're on four seasons. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a miracle. I love it, though. It's There's nothing else like it on TV. Check it out. I know I've talked about it before, but uh, you know, if you haven't... You're probably not going to start listening to me now, but I recommend you do. Well, yeah. I tried, Matt, but I, I have no time. I've been really meaning to watch it. I, uh, yeah. I have a lot of people that, that say, you know, I've been, I just started watching this. I love it. It's kooky. I love it. Mm-hmm. So I figured... And I love Reese Witherspoon and Reese Without Her Spoon, too. Reese Witherspoon's <laughs> in this? Is that her? No. no that's uh, Kristen Bell. It's Kristen Bell. Oh, and, close and, enough. And, Come and, on. And, if I squint, they're the same person. And the one and only Becker. <laughs> Ted oh. Danson. Oh, don't, don't you dare. Why Ted Danson is in it? Oh, I mean, I love Becker. Becker back in the day that's all I was watching I never just watched old it, television but I love uh, love me some Sam from Cheers oh, oh there you go yeah we got a Cheers head in this room oh yeah yeah I was uh watch out audience <laughs> I was calling my bank because my card kept getting declined <laughs> which which is not unusual but which is a normal I figured I'd try to take care of it this time and so I call him up and apparently my security question is uh which season of Cheers did you watch in one day Oh. And I'm not going to reveal it here. I, I was waiting for it. <laughs> what, I was like, okay. that credit card is mine. Yeah. What, what Cheers characters are we? I never... You're going to hate me. I bet you're Frasier. I've never really watched, watched it. Watched. But you, but oh, oh, fake fan. But fake you, Cheers <laughs> fan. I mean, I know. I'm an old soul. You're, I was you're a heard, Golden Girls gal. Leave me alone. You heard it first fair. here, audience. Leave me alone. John, I had Golden Girls. I didn't need anything Eject else. this man from the... T- from oh, the podcast, Your Honor. Oh, been discovered. No, please. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> order, order. And I um, almost fell off my chair there. Goodness, please don't. Well, actually, you're out of order. Yes, no, you're out of order. Did you order a code red? <laughs> Speaking of order, let's get our lives back in order. But, Cheers. Uh, Continuing that time. Yeah, no, I think that's pretty much it for me. I, I'm still watching Big Math Season 2, but yeah, I'm trying not to do it while the parents are around. So my grade around. schoolers have done more than you have, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. I had a project referencing Big Mouth this week. Yeah, did that's really? the fucked up week I had this week. Really? Yeah, what, and I did my former monstrous. I did my minor bath, and they all loved it. So wow, that's That was amazing. one of my good classes. This Very nice. Yeah, they're like, oh, Mr. K, you have eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you and, have a Netflix subscription. And you have crippling depression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Target Woo. demographic. And an yeah. ocean of Netflix just went right over my head. I don't know. I mean, it, should I? Is, yes. it, is it like a, a real <laughs> yeah. must recommend? Yeah. It's pretty good. It's funny. Is it better than Brickleberry? Yes. <laughs> Shitting a good shit is they're, better than Brickleberry. <laughs> there are not a lot of good animated shows out right now, but this is one of them. I heard that Bill Burr show is actually pretty uh, good. Is that F is for Family? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that's good too. Mm. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not tempted. He, to watch he, it. he was he was on Hot <laughs> Ones, I think, this past week or so, and and uh, he was promoting it. And I like Bill Burr. Bill Burr's a funny guy. Yeah. I don't think I really know his work, honestly. Yeah. Uh, he he pops up in like um, shit, Things. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking Bad. Yeah, once in a while. Really? Yeah. Well, oh, he yeah. he was talking. Remember that show, Breaking? Oh yeah, he Bad. was he, funny in that. He, yeah. he he was talking about like um, you ever watch Hot Ones by by chance? No. I, it's total recommend. If you guys like hot food and you like people like I like hot Cheetos, like, I, like, I like panicking food. under like pressure <laughs> by eating spicy food. Oh, it's great. It's a show about that. Natalie Portman's there. Um, uh, what the fuck? What What's her name? Um, <laughs> from uh. 
shit. Martha Stewart. Who's the, who's who's the um South African actress? Oh, um, Uzo Aduba. No. Um, um, Lupita Nyong'o. No, she, no. She, no, no. Probably South a African. white girl, right? Yes. Yes. Oh. Um, sh- why am I blanking on this? I don't know. Mm. It's uh, not in your mind. Wow, sure. I'm, I'm I'm terrible at this. Anyway, but it's a great show, and uh, he was talking about it, and, and uh, he was telling his agent while he was watching Breaking Bad, it's like, you gotta get me on the show. <laughs> and lo- yeah, there he is next to Huel, just lying on a pile of cash. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen uh, Hot Ones, but... I have bought their sauces it's, it's, to flip. It's a show with hot questions and even hotter answers. They've got oh. sauces, this show? <laughs> I'm Where's I'm about our to go sauces? <laughs> I'm going to watch it right nightcaps? now. I'm bitter sauce. Oh, Where's our nightcap blast lady that's our, sauce? That's, that's our, our our new segment. We just take a... Uh, we <laughs> test sauces on yeah, the internet while we just, locally. <laughs> while we re- review a movie. Or we just, do a, a mukbang. Today, I do have some Last Dab Redux. If uh, you want me to bring that in, that was like, oh, that's that's I didn't understand that's, 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 word a, that's, that's, that's their thing. La- they, they do the last dab, yeah, yeah. and then Terry Crews explodes. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I quit my life. Oh, I did last see that noose dab. hanging up over there. So, yeah, yeah. welcome yeah, like, to surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Christmas gift. <laughs> um, I didn't wrap uh, it. I'm the tree. Yes. Just I cover mean. me in lights. <laughs> Teenage suicide. Maybe? No. Just don't, <laughs> don't do, do it. it. <laughs> it gets better. Um, speaking of TV, last night, and speaking of it getting better, the RuPaul Hollis Slay Spectacular <laughs> premiered last night in lieu of All-Star Season 4 coming this week. And let me tell you, the budget is here, people. <laughs> Watch VH1, you fuckers. Reddit just voted. RuPaul Drag Race, the best show of all time. Oh, here's a cable box I don't own. Get on it. <laughs> Come over and squat. Well, I watch it on Friday nights, which we can't record. No longer recording <laughs> because that's on. Is there like a VH1 Go or VH1 watch it online. Now? If the episode's that's... online the next day. What is... Isn't it on like virus.com? No, it's on VH1.com. What really? is VH1 yes. anymore? For free? Not movie musicals, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Not music videos, not movie musicals, sorry. My 20 cent of Did you hear about this? Uh, uh, celebrity Deathmatch? <laughs> what, Jerry Seinfeld? Did I hear about what? <laughs> What's the deal with Celebrity Deathmatch coming back to MTV? Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. I feel like they've been saying that every year for the that, past few years. That's for nobody I'll anymore. I'll watch if they actually die. That's for nobody <laughs> Like they cool. always die. Yeah, but I mean, I watch it. They physically, the celebrity matching the <laughs> oh. character dies along with it. It's How like a voodoo <laughs> trial yeah. thing. Then they'll get my views. Um, yeah. All-Star Season 4. Last thing I have to add in TV court is uh, American Gods Season 2 exists. Ooh. Wow. No, I still haven't watched it's, the first one. It's not we've the same one we've come to love. Oh, then I have to lend it to you then. Yeah, I've got that on Blu-ray. I mean, I don't know. We don't know. They've taken three years to get this second <laughs> yeah. season out. So. Pretty crazy. It's been a year or two oh, years. It's been like five years, Mark. No. In my yeah, it's been two, but it's felt much longer. <laughs> yeah, and they've I got, thought it was. I thought oh, it we don't the... know who's coming back or what's going on. Yeah, Didn't right. they change showrunners or like? Uh, oh, act, they changed act, act, everything. Like Chris, I know Kristen Chenoweth's not back for this. Brian so Fuller is not back. Yeah. Mm. Gillian Anderson. Or Gillian. Back. Yeah. Gillian Anderson's not, not back. Is uh Marty McFly's dad still there? Ian McShay? No, no, Ian oh. McShay's still there. I'm talking about um, Chris uh, Van Glover. Oh, I don't know. 
Oh, I thought you were talking about Deadwood guy. Yeah, uh, Deadwood, yeah, Deadwood uh, guy. Yeah. As we all know in <laughs> exactly. the American zeitgeist, Deadwood guy. Uh, or uh, John, really John Wick's uh, elusive father. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I haven't seen chapter two. Funny connection. Oh, no, no I'm, I'm just playing shits and giggles. <laughs> oh. Just because they have lost screen time with each other. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's my case adjourned. Yeah. Anyone going to pick up the movie phone today? I'll pick it up. Oh. Ring, ring. <laughs> ring, ring. What a gentle ring. Oh. <laughs> Hello there. Thank you for thank you for picking up the movie phone. Uh, so the only movie I've watched uh, this past week is uh, Shrek, but not the one that you might be thinking. Not the of. one your parents have watched. Not the one you've already seen. But if you had, but you know what? If you don't own Shrek, why not just open up YouTube? And find Shrek retold. I don't know if this counts as a movie. <laughs> this, <laughs> this should I, be its own potpourri section, to no, be Because no. everyone at this table has seen a little bit I of swear Shrek to, retold. So, this is an original idea. This has been done with uh, with Star Wars in a more tamer sense. Turkish um, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Uh, they've done this with Robocop, which I just found out today. Huh. And I want to check that out. Because apparently there's a you know the famous dick shooting off scene. Yes. That there, there's a version of that. Uh, that a creator does. So, so the premise of oh, this uh, for Shrek Retold is that uh, does anyone watch this here? Yes, we John, all John's what wa- we all watched, watched it. A few minutes. I watched. A few, <laughs> I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched a few. I, minutes. If it was, it was Shrek two, yeah. I'd be there. You're, you're, I watched it. I mean, twenty you, minutes, but you, it was. At you could be sold just from the trailer alone. Yeah, but I yeah. was. It caused me to click on it. So yeah. And uh, basically, everyone gets like uh, all these cur- like little like content creators or whoever. Either they're at either filmmakers or animators of some sort, or even just like weird. People that haven't like escaped their room in how many years, <laughs> and they they basically just take like a little like a scene or like snippet, a few lines from Shrek the f- the movie, and just like do their own retelling of it in a very like abs- which I highly absurd appreciate. Way. I think oh, yeah. the art form is there, but think, it's needed. I think it's, it's awesome for any like Shrekophiles out there. This is like <laughs> I don't like I don't think we could say the word Shrekophile on the internet and not get arrested. Okay, so <laughs> oh, I'm you better sorry. Clarify I that thought a bit. I thought the we're so, not into fucking. Shrek. Or... This hey, was speak America. For yourself. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not Shrek, but that Fiona. I was, I was watching it. And I'm like, this is like the perfect nightmare fuel I need just yeah. to like uh, to get for my escapism. Yeah, and it's it, great. It, it, it's so it, much fun. It keeps you watching because even if you're not into one artist style, it's gonna change like in mm. the next minute. Exactly. I got up to anime sequence fight in uh, Duloc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I that that, that, that I was like, you know what? I got work to do. What am I doing with my it, life? It gets much. In, Better than uh, as oh. as it as it, uh, as it goes along, and it, and it gets yeah. like very David Bowie esque in one scene. Well, now I have to watch it, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. what is Sarah, happening? Gaze of my balls. Sarah. <laughs> oh, I it's... do like the like the making waffles mention yes. when they do with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple things, but I don't recall. Uh, they they put like a why are you running yeah. <laughs> like a meme oh, in yeah. there, and there's very like John Waters esque like <laughs> skits I saw in there in the beginning with Donkey and yeah. Shrek meeting. I oh, was yeah. like, mm, oh. I can feel this. I guess. So good yeah uh I, I do we know why shrek has just become a giant like all commodity pray to him <laughs> true and I, working in a classroom I, right I, it's I, honestly a good movie that i think people don't mind but like, watching I, I mean i but i do prefer the sequel i think the well, first yeah. two On, shrek 2 is like yeah. a gold mine the first oh, yeah. two were like lightning in a bottle right Definitely. they happened people love them and then the next five how many are we shrek, at? Shrek, three is third. Shrek and the a third. holiday special Th- shrek the third is watchable i will agree I won't and then agree. shrek yeah. and shrek, shrek goes fourth 
<laughs> Shrek 4. That would have been a better name. That's Shrek, what it's called. That is, is a, I'm pretty sure. Shrek, no, it's I mean, like Shrek, Shrek the 4th. I don't know. No, it's like Shrek Forever. Shrek the 4th. Forever. Be- that's it. That's it. Shrek be with you. I think it's Shrek goes forth, though. Yeah. I'm checking. I this. don't think it's Shrek. The Shrek Awakens. Yeah, apparently we're getting a remake, like a reboot of it. Uh, oh, they're, they're using the ghost I've of Chris heard, Farley this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can all hope and pray, but I don't know. Oh, shit. You're right. Shrek Forever After. Oh, yeah, what the hell is Shrek that? Is a for? snuff film in that my is eye. A snuff film, yeah. <laughs> like everything that was, was Rumpelstiltskin and like the <laughs> the ogre dance. If you wanted Shrek lore, you came to the right podcast, it, ladies ooh, and gentlemen. Remember that uh, Puss in Boots got his own movie? Oh my yes, god! Yeah, I actually saw that, and it was shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was shit. Zach Galifianakis is Humpty Dumpty. Oh, man, I'll give a Humpty Dumpty to someone. That's for sure. Oh, speaking of uh, Zach Galifianakis, Between Two Ferns movie. Oh yeah, he's getting a movie. Yeah. What really? The world Directed by live in? Scott Ackerman. Oh, I'm, I'm in into heaven. that. I I'm have, in but what world does that exist in? I don't, I don't understand. Know. I mean, I just don't. In Trump's weir- America, weirder things have happened. Yeah, including Joker getting added to a certain game. Oh, yeah. why well, so we serious? We have no video game segment, so I guess we'll <laughs> yeah. have to do it in the movie phone segment. <laughs> well, yeah, you never know. Yeah, but... Persona Five movie, oh. Smash Bros movie. Oh, there's Persona on Switch. Yeah, <sighs> that's. Uh, I mean, it's 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 already. I think they could do it. Yeah, because you know? they'll release like the golden version. And then we'll I mean, we already have like Sony exclusives that are there, like like um, Solid Snake yeah. and whoever. So you know, I, I think they're going to do the golden version and then release it on Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Yep. I mean, uh, P5 came out. That's weird. I'm not going to call it that. For some <laughs> That's what they wanted you to no, they want, yeah, right? no, it's dancing all night. Yeah. P- P- P5, Judgment night. Day, came out on uh, PS3. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. the Switch could definitely run some version of that. Yeah. Don't you love Fairly. this movie talk, everybody? I know. Well, <laughs> video games, movies, whatever. That's all. Oh, I, I do have a movie to add. Okay. Um, so I did continue my Ingmar Bergman. Ooh. movie once a week you know watch a Bergman film mm. and I did see his second film ship to India which was nothing to write home about <laughs> it was very melodramatic like a play again but I was reading the interviews how like his early work he hates it as most auteurs do you really liked the one that came before I this, did right? I really liked the first one it was basically like the it was uh, a story about a father and a son on a ship and their relationship with like alcoholism and stuff very play like again I like that yeah and but you know it was in a different time where things were simpler and like women were made to be things that men fought over instead of you know as it uh, should be <laughs> the golden age yes who said that oh that was Shrek yeah it was Shrek donkey but I'm continuing with one of my favorites Wild Strawberries which is next in the Criterion viewing order so I'll update you hopefully Very our nice. next episode nice. which might be around Christmas might be after Christmas we don't know if this is the Christmas episode if so have Shrek for Christmas right <laughs> Right? Yeah. Yeah. Take yeah. home a little Shrek for yeah. Christmas. Um, Give the gift of Shrek yeah. <laughs> this holiday season. Yeah. Um, I would I that's a gift I would return. There's definitely for <laughs> do you have a receipt with this gift? My box is full of swamp mess. I don't want this. Full of eyes and tongues. Yes, and... I know. I'm just <laughs> I don't need to see this ogre go to the bathroom on my motion pictures. Wait, hey, hey, can, yeah. All right, I want to go back to Shrek for a oh, second here. Goodness. Now, now he doesn't here. kill anybody, but he's eating eyeballs yeah. and like he's never addressed. Though I think he, I think he's killed a few humans. I yeah, think he I has. Think so I think he like he's really hush hush about it. them alive and made that comfy recliner he sits in. Maybe I mean that Shrek musical we just we, we discussed. There's some. You think there's I some made background. it through the Shrek musical? Of course you did. Ah! You thought wrong. I watched the certain, po- the now certain on Netflix. parts and skipped that over, baby. 
Even though one of our teachers previously designed props for Shrek. I tell you, like, one, oh, wow. if yeah. once once I get the chance to play Shrek, that's my magnum opus. <laughs> Nothing else. Goodbye, theater. That's the only leading role I'll get. And I won't be in that audience. Audience, if you know what I look like, I'm a troll. There no, are, an ogre. <laughs> there are good elements for that musical, but what? That did not need to come to Broadway. <laughs> Nothing. No, there, what, you think Buddy the Elf should have came to Broadway? <laughs> there are good things coming to Broadway as, as of late, though. I don't so know. I'm not, I'm not excited about that Beetlejuice. I am. I um, think it. I think it does. It should. That, I read about previews. It's better than King Kong. I. I feel it's going to be Adam's Family and Young Frankenstein. I liked Adam's Family and Young Frankenstein. You're crazy if you say you like. You like Adam's Shrek Family. the Musical. <laughs> Who says I like that? I didn't say I like that. Listen, we're gonna fight about Rewind this now. The tape. We got an hour left. To I'm just saying. Stupid segments, I'm just saying so. that I'm gonna play Shrek. I didn't say like I'm, I'm like it. Stenographer. Play it. <laughs> All right. Editor. Yes, I'm here. It's me. <laughs> Edit this out. Mark's opinions invalid. There's someone who's like like going through the records yeah, of this and making their own. Yeah, yes, I'm gonna edit this episode over by Lucky later because I have no life. <laughs> the subreddit post for Nightcap Shot the Theater. Nightcap the Theater got a new post. Oh wait, it's ours. <laughs> no, I'm just pushing up my sunglasses here, eating my mountain flavored dude Doritos I'm, and whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, I'm convinced our Nightcaps is a big mouth reference to that old uh, hormone monster that's like. Oh, I can't do that voice. Yet. You're the man, Steve. That fucking phone! No, 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 no! no. It, 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 it's up. Matt. It's yes. Matt. We're still in the movie phone segment. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Call from movie phone. phone. <laughs> uh, anyway. Let's see. Oh, as you can tell by my strategically placed shirts. Oh, he watched King oh, of Kong. On my chest. You did? I watched uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, never oh. mind. Yeah. <laughs> It was, uh, not, no, not the first one. I, I watched uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I hear it's great. Honestly, know. fantastic. Yeah. I was, I was so into it. I was it, too. It. I want to see it. I'm still in the doubt. It mobile. was really good. Yeah. I mean, it handled the subject matter. It probably handled its references uh, on a less, like, on-the-nose way mm-hmm. than the predecessor, than Wreck-It Ralph did. Or Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Or the I hear emo- it's more of a, a father-daughter relationship between Vanilla A little bit, yeah. yeah. I love it. I love the characters. <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't think uh, Wreck-It Ralph was a film that needed a sequel, but I will say I loved coming back to this world. Interesting. The character work is mm-hmm. great. Like uh, it's just very warm and inviting. Surprisingly, yeah. according to one of my podcasts I listen to, other than our own, uh, inside the Disney Vault, they watch the Disney films mm. in chronological order. Now they're more. They finished the chronological order animated films. Um, and they're moving on to more potpourri. They just reviewed Wreck-It Ralph 2, and I okay. listened to that. So, I, I mean, it's I fun. Really, I was really into it. I love the, the central relationship with uh, mm-hmm. with Ralph and Vanellope. Uh, Sarah Silverman, a gem. Mm-hmm. Yes. I uh, like her. I like I'm her. sure you guys yeah. saw that like Disney princess scene. Yeah. That's they gave my great. girl Cinderella a shift, <laughs> so I better get my butt in the seat, right? Mm, I bet, just... what does it last for? A, a, a collection of two minutes? No. In fact, it's a little. It's a little. It's a, it's a little, little longer. Probably four. It doesn't around. overstay its welcome. Yeah. It's it's really well handled. Okay. It's, and I, they've got some Star Wars references for you there, Mark. <laughs> oh my god! I, I, I saw the actual entire fighter <laughs> fight you and your stormtroopers fight <laughs> Penelope. Oh. Yes, there you go. Welcome to. Yeah, hold on. Like, when that's done, I, I have something. Killed. Penelope, I was yeah, I know, right? Shot her point blank in the head, (laughs) and the perspective followed like her Schindler's List, which just had its anniversary. So why not compare it to Wreck-It Ralph too? Yeah, right. Um, something was compared to Schindler's List recently. Battlefield Earth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. watch our episode. 
Thank God I blocked that out of my mind. Yeah, so quickly to no, forget. No, but um, <laughs> let's see. So I watched that. It was really good. And it actually subverted a good amount of uh, Disney tropes and formulas that I was expecting it to fall into. And I was very pleasantly surprised that it, it wasn't uh, encumbered by that. Honestly, great film. Fantastic. Best animated film to come out this year until uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I need to see that, Next too. week. Comes next out week. Next, week. next week. I'm sure my kids will spoil it for me. So. <laughs> uh, Did Phil- Spider-Man die? <laughs> Phil- <laughs> which All oh, six of them? Oh, speaking of, I didn't see the Avengers trailer, and I don't care to see it. Was it Ooh. good? I liked it. It was okay. good. Yeah. I'm asking the superhero. It, ma- it made me want to tear up. I'll say that. It made you want to tear up? What do you want from me? I follow those characters for years. He's got a heart of stone. Smelling an onion makes me want to tear up. Mark, is it the same feeling as oh, smelling an onion? Hush, you. on a rate of one to onion. <laughs> hush, hush, sweet Jonathan. <laughs> no, it was good. About that trailer, I really like the bookend scenes. The mm. middle, kind of generic and whatever, dark, a little DC ish. But the bookend scenes with uh, Stark, like in isolation, mm-hmm. sending a message I think to Potts. He's gonna die, guys, <laughs> because his contract is almost up. But <laughs> what other movies has he been in, though? Nightmare yeah, right. on Elm Street. No, that's Johnny Depp. Sorry, I'm sorry. RDJ. Yeah. In, uh, I'm already gone, and ho- I didn't even have Hotel anything for Dogs. I yeah. think. No, that was Don Cheadle. Oh, <laughs> another yeah. another Marvel. Yeah, he, he was in some another dog Iron movie. Man. Oh, clone. he was in the Shaggy Dog. There we go. <laughs> the Shaggy Dog. That might have been before yeah. Marvel, though. Yeah. But uh, that was his big comeback. Yeah, it was. It wasn't Gotham. You may remember Robert Downey Jr. from Prison. <laughs> you were, we have. You may remember Johnny Depp from his coke addiction, <laughs> which we all. He's made a good comeback. Yeah, he's, well, he's a good story. He's, he's had he's had a rough upbringing. Yeah, guys. which I understand. You're an actor. That's how you develop your craft. But sometimes. I I I appreciate when uh, he was in a uh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. There there was a joke at the MTV Movie Awards. I want to say this Ooh, is back in the day. Oh, I was like, and this was actually. The one I remember there was a it was a gag of like Jack Black Ben Stiller and him sitting down and they're all like kind of bitching at each other and, and Ben Stiller just goes oh maybe I won't get stuffed at Aircore with a, a, a briefcase full of cocaine <laughs> I appreciate that and, I mean, he, and he took it and he took it in stride yeah. so yeah. I appreciate it yeah That's I appreciate great. that too so but, uh, we yeah. made backlash. So and he got nominated for an Oscar yeah. for like, being a black Australian man. <laughs> like we may backlash Emma Stone for being La La Land and creating a 101 Dalmatians prequel where she's Cruella de Vil, but she's also in the favorite, which I want to see. So it's hard yeah. to. She's great. Cool. I really like Emma Stone. Yeah. She's in a Maniac mm-hmm. and, yeah, and Super Bad and Super Bad <laughs> Those and two Easy Jonah A. Hill collaborations. Yeah, you, but she's going to be in that 101 Dalmatians Cruella de Vil, where she's a punk rocker. You can. Go to and hell. Don't worry. Oh, I'm into you it. Know this you can go to hell. Being the Disney file, we're spicking a lot of files on this podcast. <laughs> a Disney file. Cruella DeVille's backstory in the animated series, because I've seen, guess what? All the animated <laughs> wow. 101 Dalmatians movies. Kind of works out with this, because she was a beatnik in the past, so. But why? We uh, don't need it. I know we don't need it. We don't need this. We don't need Maleficent. Why do we need to justify villains? We don't villains? need any of these Cinderella. live actions. Okay, listen, audience. Beyonce has you jaded. This uh, new Lion King's going to be, be a- good. Good, not. <laughs> Anything to write home about. Hey, but it'll, it's gonna I'm not a expecting it to be. I, I just think it's. But as soon as I'll Beyonce comes, myself. you know the beehive going to be. And I'm listen. I know. I've been She'll there. be shaking her lioness yeah. ass yeah. all over And the you place. know, if Gaga was Ursula, I'd be right there making us watch the damn live action Little Mermaid. Oh but yeah. She's been approached. We'll see. It's coming. <laughs> I think for superhero films, though, I think that's her. That'd be cool, though. Yeah, but yeah. you get to tear up all again with Muf- Mufasa. I never cried during Mufasa. I never got the daddy issue. You though. never cry in general. <laughs> 
I've never seen you oh, cry. Oh, I've cried. Oh, Mark, I cried. Uh, so is that what that closet's for? <laughs> it's the crying closet. The like closet with the glowing Jesus eyes. Oh, goodness. They're all going to laugh at you. Um, oh. Yeah. I, uh, let me wrap up movie phone real yeah, quick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we went on a tangent. No, more. we're actually making good time. It'll be thirty minutes for Andrew. One more. This will be quick. I watched Life Size Two on oh, Freeform. Oh, this I could talk about because yeah. I love the original Life Size. Because Tyra Banks is a maniac. <laughs> if yep. you haven't seen any season of America's Next Top Model, watch it just for Tyra <laughs> Banks. There's a channel. I think it's Movie Nights currently counting down the top 20 most insane Tyra Banks moments from American <laughs> Next Top Model. Funniest video I've seen in a oh, long time. Because it's good. like, Tyra, that show is fucking insane. But continue. Man, I've seen I, Life Size, yes. Not I, Life Size I didn't really know she was this bonkers. Yeah, she had a music <laughs> career for a while that she started on the show that was awful. Oh, yeah. But the video, it makes the, a comeback. This in, song was kind of a bop, though. So. Was that the Be A Star? Yeah. 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 I think they do a version of that in Life Size 2. Right. It was definitely a, like a musical a mm-hmm. celebration at the end mm-hmm. after she gets her company back yeah. like on the right track. And this is in it's the very of, crazy. Uh, Disney television movies, including Hocus Pocus. It was around the same time. Yeah, so. like uh, 2000 it came out and they yeah. decided to make a sequel 18 years later. No Lindsay Lohan this time. Because uh, uh, she's. If have you seen this? Lindsay Lohan is making her own clubs in like Mykonos now, and like she's getting a show about it that I really want to watch. Huh. She's like, I've been tired getting fucking kicked out of my own clubs, so I figured, <laughs> why not run one in Mykonos? And that's where this Lindsay Lohan dancing thing. Have you seen? No, her? I have not seen. Guys, that. keep up with the kids. <laughs> There's this whole Lindsay Lohan dancing meme that's like five weeks ago. It's basically oh, dead. Where she's doing this dance at her club in Mykonos, oh, and it's damn. viral. All right. You, know, you, you watched Wreck-It Ralph too. You know, Tarashi P. Henson was like, "Yes, you need a." That was a true. viral video. Damn. Come on. Get but, on. Uh, you old bogeys. Yeah, this, this movie was crazy. Uh, my <laughs> Mark is just like having a stroke. Well, no, no, in the it, it reminded me of something I just uh, read today, or that. Uh, uh, Epic Games, the guy, the people that uh, welcome back to the video game podcast. Yes. Now, like the rappers or like uh, just famous celebrities are suing Fortnite because really? apparently they let them because apparently their their dances are being stolen yeah. because they didn't you monetize the them. Well, I think that's stupid. I just think that's I kind think of ridiculous. Fortnite should just be destroyed. I think every copy should just blow up. <laughs> well, me too, but this just seems to be like a ridiculous. And the thing. person who that's bought it along with it, I would huh. have a happier life. Don't even. I'd have oh I shouldn't say this podcast. Never mind. We'll we'll not talk about that. Okay. That, that, that was just, I was gonna go into real blue territory right there ooh. for a second. That was just my hot take. I'm yeah, sorry. For the death snuffs that's out interesting. there, right? No, that's a very interesting question. If dance could be copyrighted. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna have to ponder that. But for I don't think so. Weeks to come. Using my musical theater knowledge. Well let's look at the um the Bob Fosse and Jerome Robbins choreography for their shows that gets repeated every time so I don't think it should hmm. I think it's like a nostalgic oh I remember that yes yeah, or just the Charleston, or the Charleston. <laughs> but there's yeah. like 10,000 no that's in the public yeah. domain now Matt and I can tell you a thing about a Charleston because Ooh. most of our high school experience was trying to learn and do that for, revolved uh, around it yeah <laughs> All right, is but, uh, the movie phone hung up? Yeah, Life Size 2, my friend watched oh. it, or my friend who is well acquainted with the first one watched this <laughs> so one. So, not me. I, you know, another yeah, surprise. one. Surprise. I've yeah, never heard minutes, of these movies. Eight minutes in, it's a DCOM, <laughs> Disney Channel original. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, eight minutes in, she was like, 
this is unreal. Like, this is shit. I'm going to keep it. watching, but it's crazy. Apparently, the people who wrote it, directed, know nothing about how businesses work, how phones yeah. work. How, I, my Twitter's <laughs> like, been blowing up with shareholder this. Shareholder so meetings work. Is it on? It's crazy. What's it on? Freeform. The formerly ABC family. How do I get that? Oh, it's a channel. Well, you, yeah, but yeah. you have everything. That's true. But it's it's. Do too... I? I have gadgets and gizmos aplenty, but <laughs> these are all two of my, my favorite things. You want thingamabobs? I got fucking twenty. But who cares? Uh, no big deal. I just want war. I just want this one. Man. <laughs> I want this episode end. No, I'm just uh, speaking of episodes ending, yeah. hung up. The movie phone is hung up. There we go. All right, next segment. Hopefully it's a quick one. Trotting the boards. I got nothing. I bought my Mockingbird tickets January 19th. It's a Saturday. Find me in the back balcony against the wall. I'll be watching Jeff Bridges, hopefully, if he is there, in To Kill a Mockingbird. 50 buck ticket. Not bad. Not bad. But the sight lines will be horrible, but I don't fucking care. (laughs) Because who knows if I'll live to January 19th. (laughs) Uh, I might be seeing King Kong. I might be. Yeah. I was discussing. I was discussing this, yeah. and uh, it, it's not for me. It's for my mom. My yeah. sister was uh, debating, saying, "No, she was kind of thinking about wanting to go see it." So, figure like, "Oh, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, we'll get a family trip." You're together. gonna love the sometime. Poetry. Sometime in January. Um, yeah. Today, ticks doesn't ha- happen to have any uh, further dates uh, outside of December, but Broadway.com seems to have something going on. Yeah. Tickets usually on a weekday are like maybe. Between fifty to yeah, hundred so bucks, uh, orchestra seats don't seem to be too expensive. I know. I wonder why. Yeah, because <laughs> what the, could that say about this show? Uh, they're desperate, maybe. And, I, I and, think it's tourist trapped. It'll run for a bit. Of course, it's, it's, it's the new. It's the I, new cats. I feel like you no, gotta it's see. not because cats doesn't have this really cool puppet in it. That's because yeah, you're gonna really like the puppet. Yeah, but you get the, nothing. But you get the pet of fat cat uh, and during intermission. You Ugh. mean the Gumby cat? Come on. Yeah. But, uh, Cats the movie starring Jason Derulo, Taylor Swift, Jason Jennifer Derulo. Hudson. That cast is in fucking insane. Has this come out already or is this? No. no. I sent you Jason Derulo's and Cats in our chat. No one listens to me anyway. I think maybe I clicked it, but you know, I, I blocked those kind <laughs> yeah, of shits know, right? out. <laughs> I would too. So I, but, uh, I, I advise I like, go see it because any like, theater's good theater. Yeah, I mean, King I Kong belongs on Broadway. As I long as you're not paying an arm and a leg for it you know I was going to insert a King Kong reference there but I couldn't figure one out everyone's going to be saying but where are the giant bugs how come how come Andy Serkis isn't getting his head uh, eaten by a slug (laughs) speaking of Andy Serkis I think we talked about it last time or a few times ago that Mowgli movie is out oh yeah Yeah, Yeah, I've been directed it I'm I'm gonna watch it eventually we discussed this last time so you're a Jungle Book fan yeah I'm a Jungle Book of file so of course (laughs) of course I'll watch it Uh, yeah I didn't know it was Andy Serkis. I think it's like his his the it, it's the first film he directed, but the second film he directed, Breathe, came out last year. Well, so it's tricky. Uh, Andy Serkis is you know like is pretty familiar with directing. I mean, like he's done a lot of second unit directing yeah. where involved with him and Peter Jackson, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I you know I I trust it. Uh, it might be better than the last one that came out. So mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah, yeah we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's my Trot of the board segment. Same. Right. Yeah. You don't want to plug Susicle? Uh, you know, yeah, we just opened... The musical? Yeah, we just opened uh, last night, Friday, and uh, I guess by the time this recording, I guess we'll come out maybe, uh, su- what, Sunday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Well, <laughs> whenever you're listening Tonight, to this. since I'll probably have time to edit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we had a great run. Um, uh, yeah, yeah no, uh, one night. Uh, one, night. <laughs> one night only. Yeah. Uh, no, we had a great opener. Um, house was packed. Uh, we've... 
got maybe a sold out performance tonight uh, as we're recording this Sunday's show I think uh, we're sold out but I think we're still selling tickets at the door so it's getting close to almost 300 uh, people wow. and, and for a, a venue of like the size of it it's uh, people will, like be standing in the back probably so wow. uh, yeah you know I had a lot of little kids coming to me after, after the show I was wearing my green beard and or wearing it I, I, I literally just went to Party City got green spray and just, and just did myself up and oh, just... so you're a party city queen, are you? Oh, uh, of yeah. course. I mean, yeah, I don't like the brag or anything like that, but uh, not spirit yeah. Halloween, and uh, yeah, everyone loved the show that we got a bundle of laughs and uh, yeah, people were really enjoying themselves, even, even, even parents, you know. <laughs> when the Grinch died, were there any tears? <laughs> when the Grinch committed suicide yeah. <laughs> because he couldn't sell, you know, it's death of the Grinch, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's, Billy Loman esque. That's the book. I can't show. That, that's the book that the widow Seuss didn't want to put out. It's <laughs> like yes. uh, so I, I think this will be a little too risque for the kids. Uh, yes. But yeah, you know, we got another weekend, so happy about that. And after that, well, I'll be going right into Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Here we, Here go, we go again. again. Oh, oh yeah, come over. Speaking of, also relates to my movie choice tonight. Oh, yeah. there we go. We got Nick Cage and Mamma Mia related to our movie choice tonight. But first, of course, I can't continue this without first saying we're off to the races because it's disc jockeys. I didn't listen to shit, so go ahead. Uh, yeah. I'm, uh, Pull out your phones now. Yeah, I'm scratching the record. Matt, take it away. That's not true. I've been see. listening to the Spring Awakening original OBC cast recording. Yeah. I've been in an angsty mood lately, and I really like Blue Summer. You so know. you've been listening to some Leah Michelle? No, I don't really care for her. I've been listening to the other ah, album. Gotcha. Yeah. John Gallagher. Was it John, John Gallagher? Gallagher yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's more, I, I, more it's steeple. I liked him a lot more as he got more notoriety. Yeah. He was in a, what was it, um, Hush, I think, yeah. too. He yeah. was. He was also a Mike Flanagan and Doctor Sleep finished filming. He, like so. he's definitely got a very like uh, repertoire when it comes to his acting. So I appreciate him. Yeah, and he was also on the newsroom, I think, too. Mm-hmm. So I just like the inside German jokes on that show because there's Fräulein Grossenbrusten Holden, which is translates to Fräulein over the shoulder Boulder Holder. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just like hee hee. I get that. It's a phrase know. I haven't no heard one, in a while. No one ever gets it. <laughs> so. Well, I I could talk a little bit about some German, music. In my minimal German, I can understand. That, <laughs> yeah, I don't know shit. <laughs> But uh, let's see, uh, a few of my song choices, they came up because of work. One thing was... <laughs> work. So a couple of my coworkers were blasting some music, and then apparently this one song... Because he works in this fantasy land audience. <laughs> yeah, well, this one, this was after we played Smash for a bit. Oh. And this was... Uh... <laughs> you guys settled it in Smash. <laughs> uh, we... He was playing this song that apparently said like the N word or the F word like six times in a row, basically. Oh, and uh, so some of the other people were one of the guys, an older, very Jewish fellow, said, um, "Oh, that's loud." Said it sarcastically, like, <laughs> oh, "I like this song." <laughs> oh, no. I, th- I thought that was oh, pretty no! good. Oh, yeah. they're eating him. That's a pretty good sense of humor. And they're gonna eat me too. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but. Uh, so, and then he was like, okay, you know, he got the hint, and he was looking for a profanity, profanity free music. Okay. Which put me kind of in a, a spin of listening so to like. So Christmas music again. Yeah, no, no, no. Jesus still rap. music. We were trying to do rap, uh, so it was, we listened to like early LL Cool J. Yeah. Uh, which is always good. I'm gonna knock you out. <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> uh, we listened what? to like, you know, some Run DMC, some, uh, 
Uh, Eric B and Rakim, you know, some old school stuff. Digital Underground. Oh, oh, Will Smith, of course. We were blasting God. some Miami. Stay in school because it's cool. Oh, wild, wild West. Oh, yeah. Song. Wow, wow, West. Oh, some Fresh Prince. That's, he needs to make a comeback with those. Oh, that Neil Sisierga remix me, of Wild Wild West is pretty good. You tell good. me Bright didn't have an after credits Will Smith song? Oh, don't <laughs> worry. Wish, it's right? a franchise now. Yeah. It'll get here. Yeah. They're going to have to do it without, um, what's his name? Uh, Max Landis. Out, uh, outside of that, the let me think. Oh, uh, I listened to that Sandman song by Mr. Sandman. Who is that by? By the Cordettes, apparently. Because my my coworker, exactly. Yes, that's it. And he just see Justin Justin Long's skin. Yeah, I know. That's, That's no, my coworker was convinced that there was a point in the song where, you know, after the Cordettes sing Mr. Sandman, there's like a male voice that goes, Yeah. In some versions, it's referenced on the Golden Girls when uh, B. Arthur goes, Yeah. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. No, so he, but he couldn't find it again. So he was mm-hmm. very distraught about this fact. Oh, it exists. And so finally, we listened to it in the car on the way to lunch and, um, mm-hmm. uh, Apparently it exists, but it doesn't happen until the third yeah. verse of like you know. The and song who lasts that through knows. three verses? Exactly. Of Mr. Exactly. Either Freddy's gonna kill you before it plays, like it finishes, right? <laughs> or it's Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, or it's Jeepers. And he wears no, your but, skin. But that's Jeepers Creepers. Where'd you get them peepers? We're going back to the twenties, I guess. Yeah. Where'd you get them eyes? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, listen to that. Outside of uh, that's everything else has been Christmas music. Listen of to course. Christmas rapping by uh, the wa- waitresses. By the waitresses, because it's great. And yeah. there we go. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess that's it. We might as well move into our movie segment tonight. Move right along. Yes. Footloose and Fancy Free. Oh, another Disney reference, too. That's a pretty good Disney collection. I haven't revisited the original one in a while. To break down, this is important. Before we get into that, Fun and Fancy Free has a segment, a live action segment, where this older comedian invites this younger girl, probably eight or six at the time period, she's from other Disney movies, over to his house alone with his ventriloquist dummy to celebrate her birthday. It's very strange what? and of the time. Oh, it, was a, it was a different time, Mark. <laughs> this could be done, but nowadays... People didn't care about their children Nowadays, you can't bring little girls over with your ventriloquist dummy. And when does her, Big Bird come into this? Uh, not in this movie. Mm. Not in this movie. Um, anyways, tonight's choice... Mark knows what it is, so this is entirely aimed at so Matthew. I, uh, I'll be completely He's silent. Please, the fifth. Uh, I'm not sure. I got more hints for you, so maybe you'll put it together. I have a couple. I have a few guesses right now. Okay, so okay, let me get oh, the hints. Oh, we gotta redo it. Let me get the hints just in case the audience doesn't figure it out. So, first hint: this is unabashed an '80s romance that I love, and one of my top ten films. One of my top ten. Oh, an 80s romance. 1987, nominated for six Oscars and won three of those Oscars. Oh, I think I know what this is now. The script was originally titled The Bride and the Wolf. It has Nick Cage in it. And it's somehow related to Mamma Mia, now that we brought that up. Yes. So I think that should be plenty of hints to get you where you need to go. I'm not in... Okay. I, I have a much better idea than I did before. Before I was just latching on to... I, I didn't know it was 80s romance. Maybe I wasn't listening. Maybe I was blacked out during that part of the segment. <laughs> it was five hours of talking, right? <laughs> did you say this was technically a Christmas movie? It is. It's very holiday. And I researched okay. it. 
It really is. Mm-hmm. Okay, usually when somebody says that, they're talking about Die Hard. But I know it's this isn't Die, die Hard. That you was know, a, that, that 80s a, romance. That in Gremlins was a close <laughs> a close choice for my Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like the... Nick Cage and... Oh, damn. I can't, I can't say anything without giving it away. Because I, I have so many jokes relating right. to that. Good, uh, good. Oh. Uh, and then, I mean, you know, I knew it wasn't that. So I started thinking. I have a couple good guesses, but I don't... Now that... I have three guesses. All right. First two, I don't think it is. Okay. But this is what the mindset brought me to. I thought, catch me if you can. No, but a great movie. One of my faves mm-hmm. again. And technically yeah. a Christmas movie, I believe. It is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It ends There's like at one Christmas. scene. It or, ends yeah. at Christmas, yeah. Where Tom Hanks is going, get out! And <laughs> it's like, Christmas! It's so, we're surrounded! And he goes out and no one's there. Mm-hmm. Damn. Could have got away again. Damn. Spoiler, <laughs> Spoiler alert. Right? Oh, okay. In case we ever... That movie's only been out for a while. <laughs> 18, 18 years. years. It came out the same year as Life Size. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but uh, my Two second guess. Two quality movies. Yeah, and I don't think Nick Cage is in that. And an okay that I musical, no. I would say. Uh, second guess. I don't think Nick Cage is in this either, but I haven't seen it. Uh, Polar Express. No, that's Tom <laughs> Hanks you're thinking of. Right. That's but you know, but he, he also cloned himself <laughs> yeah. for that movie. Mm, weird. Polar Express. Okay, so those are the two guys I didn't think it was. Now mm. that I know it's an 80s romance with Nick Cage... Related I, to Mamma Mia, there's only one thing. I, I know it's not. What about your quote? Did you say your quote? Oh, snap out of it! There is go, this nothing. Moonstruck? It is, but I do have a song intro. Sing along if you know the words. In Napoli, where love is king. When boy meets girl, here's what they say. And it doesn't rhyme, but... Didn't, 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 didn't. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore, that's amore. When the world begins to shine like you have too much wine, that's amore. Holy shit! Moonstruck. Somebody Lovely. knows that song Look past the Cheryl first move. on the line. cover. She's holding the moon. What's oh. gonna happen to her? What the hell happened to you? <laughs> Where did the good times I love go? That's Do you believe? Um, yes, but Cher won an Oscar for this. Yeah. Great. Many I, people want Oscars for this. I know. Three people in <laughs> yeah. fact with the three Oscar noms. Except for Nick. Six Oscar noms, three wins. But um, why this film? Honestly, it's real to me. It's okay. Italian. It's Christmas time. One of my top ten. Um, I don't you, remember any Christmas in this, oh, quite honestly. It, it's, it's Christmas screams in no, this movie. Yes, it does. And I can, and give, you, I can give you some factual evidence about okay. Christmas. Oh I, be, oh, I believe you. Um, it combines my heritage being Italian, <laughs> uh, the love for opera, New York, and it feels very play-like for good reasoning, which we'll mm. get into. Also, young Nicolas Cage here before the face surgery. So what's not to love? Um, it's can't What do you mean before face-off when he had that no, face surgery? He had, <laughs> yeah. No, he got his he got his um, cheekbones and chin redone. I didn't know so that, So you actually. can really see it in this movie. He, his I, face I, looks entirely... And he wow. also had his face taken off. Right? So, <laughs> I want to take his face right? off. So, yes, of course. Um, it's can't be quotable and possesses a heart as bright as the moon. Can you tell I was drunk when I wrote these notes? Yeah. Um, pre-notes directed by Norman Jewison uh, with a screenplay by John Patrick Shanley. Jewison is known for In the Heat of the Night, a Cindy Potier and Rob Steiger film. Fiddler on the Roof, Jesus Christ Superstar, oh. Agnes of God, Jane Fonda, Anne Brancroft, Meg Tilly, and tons of other play adaptions. Oh, I found wow. it interesting that he did two of the best movie musicals, because I think Jesus Christ Superstar and Fiddler on the Roof do some things different than the show, mm. but really work as movie musicals too. So I was mm. like, that's cool. And Moonstruck, 
really wanted to be a musical. It was happening for a short time, a long time. It's still happening. And then they discovered like, it would have been a much. Sing. I think it would have been great. It would have been a much different movie. No, uh, I mean not the movie. I think like a stage adaptation. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the movie. It works. No, yeah. They okay. could have done that too, but I think a stage adaptation of this. Would I was thinking really well movie musical for like the Italian Americans, <laughs> the New Jersey boys. In fact, yeah. but we'll see. Um, John Patrick Shanley, who you all should know, is a playwright, screenwriter, director known for Doubt. his Pulitzer Prize-winning play *Doubt*, where I got my drag character Cindy James yeah. from. <laughs> he, he, so thanks who, to him, who did the pl- screenplay yeah, and the and the actual play. Yes, also known for plays *The Italian American Reconciliation*, *Defiance*, and *Doubt: A Parable*, and many more. Mm. His film work primarily features Moonstruck, Joe versus the Volcano, oh. Alive. Oh, yikes. So if you want to eat oh. some people in the mountain ranges, and listen to this one, we're back a dinosaur story. Oh, hey, right? I didn't know that. Look at that. Eclectic John Goodman's a giant on, right? T-Rex. Yes, I know. I have Gold not seen that. That movie for an anime film is fucked up, but okay. in a good way. Mm-hmm. It makes it the museum of natural history <laughs> makes you proud to go to the museum of natural history makes you proud to be a dinosaur <laughs> and the film version of doubt featuring Mel Streep Amy Adams Viola Davis and the late Philip Seymour Hoffman um, this film was set in Brooklyn Heights and was shot throughout NYC Brooklyn and Little Italy's both in NYC and Canada it's not that Little Italy film starring Emma I know we are talking about Emma which Roberts. is Emma Emma Roberts, Emma Robertson. and Emma uh, Robert, Jake yeah. something he was a chubby kid. Yeah, that movie's awful. Yeah. Movie Bitches on YouTube did currently do a review of that. It was kind of funny, and mm-hmm. I really liked it. Um, specific New York City locations include the Casa Italian Bakery on 9th Avenue, the Grand Ticino Restaurant in the West Village, the TYA Terminal at Kennedy Airport, and the Metropolitan Opera House in Lincoln Square. The Metropolitan Opera scenes were reportedly filmed with over 300 background actors, while hundreds of real-life Lincoln Center audience members filed out of the theater after an actual performance. However, the scene in which Ronnie and the characters he will meet attend the opera, Giacomo Puccini's La Boheme was shot at the Markham Theatre in Markham, Ontario, Canada. Other New York locations included a working bakery in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn, which stood for Ronnie ah, Camareri's shop. Where there, my, ro- my yeah. former roommate lives now. There you go. There, a regular bakery customer barged into the set demanding a loaf of bread, and Jewess directed Cher to grant the man's request and accept his $8 payment. So Cher had to act as a real bakery worker. <laughs> Imagine that, winning the Academy Award for it. Um, Next page. Moonstruck opened in New York City, Toronto, and Los Angeles, California. I don't know why I put down California. You should know where Los Angeles is. On the 16th of December 1987 to critical acclaim, as noted in the 9th of December 1987, HR, MGN timed the early release for Academy Award consideration. Backstage Magazine noted that the production included a prop moon, thus the name Moonstruck, nicknamed Wendy, which was made out of 196 fey lights attached to a cherry picker. The prop depicted the moon rising at night and was also perched over the set, illuminating cast members. Benefits for filmmakers including its mobility ability to light sets evenly and capacity to cast only one shadow. Additionally, the intensity of the light made its crane visible to the camera. At one point, a local boy presumed it was an identified flying object (laughs) to much chagrin of the, the cast and crew. In 2001, DV reported that John Patrick Shenley was currently adapting Moonstruck into a musical, which hasn't happened yet. 18 years later, we guessed, and that was right. 18 Mm. years later. But if and when it does happen, and it isn't a train wreck, my life will be 
complete. So, um, Moonstruck was nominated for three Golden Globe Awards for Best Performances by um, an actor in a mo- motion picture, comedy slash musical, Best Screenplay, motion picture, and Best Motion Picture, comedy slash musical, and won two Golden Globe Awards for Best Performance of an Actress in a Motion Picture, comedy slash musical, and Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role, um, Olympia Dukakis in this film. As well as share. Um, the film was nominated for Academy Awards in the following categories Actor in a Supporting Role, Vincent Gardenia, who we'll get into, Directing and Best Picture, it won Academy Awards for Actress in a Leading Role, Actress in a Supporting Role, Olympia Dukakis, and Writing, Screenplay Written by John Patrick Shanley. Uh, mm. Moonstruck ranked number eight on AFI's Top 10 Romantic Comedies. So out of 10, uh, it's eight. Pretty <laughs> so good. There we go. Um, the cast has share as Loretta Castorina. Castoridi, sorry. Oh. My, my sinuses. <laughs> Nicholas Cage as Ronnie Camareri. Olympia Dukakis as Rose Castorini. Vincent Gardinia as Cosmo Castorini. Danny Aiello as Johnny Camareri. Uh, Julie Bavasso as Rita Capomaggi. Louis Gus as Raymond Capomaggi. A lot of Italian names, if you can't tell. So, And they all begin with C, so it's yes. going to be confusing for you, Matt. But I'll keep you up. John Mahoney as Perry. Um, Fedora Chaplin Jr. as Grandpa Castorini and Anita Gillette as Mona. Uh, thoughts before we watch this movie? Has anyone seen this film? Um, I watched I, the first time I, I watched it straight through was <laughs> I, I think it was about twenty, maybe nineteen. Wow. I, it was it was pretty late. Um, uh, In your con- life career, yeah, of, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, since I first, uh, I my mom has always had it on when we had like HBO and like, it, and I would catch like snippets and I, I would chuckle and laugh. But like the first time I just sat down and watched it. I, it, it was hilarious. I got everything in terms because uh, me coming from like a Polish Italian family where like everyone's lo- loud and, and it's 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 and just not, nothing but nothing but yelling and like people like screaming, boss, like making up for afterwards. Like, all right, let's eat and whatever. Yeah. And it, that's exactly what this movie is. Yeah. I find it very relatable uh, to an nth degree, uh, and it's it's so enjoyable and there's there's one moment that always makes me tear up in this movie it it, it might just happen today ladies and germs but uh it's it's so sweet there's so much romance and beauty that's in this movie and i, I love almost everyone's delivery john mahoney uh a little bit we'll get to him maybe once yeah. once we start but um notes, but uh no was I, he, uh, he was the dad in fraser yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. okay but uh, yeah, I, I can't. In fact, this movie is what got him that role. Oh, mm. that's nice. Mm. Yeah. But uh, I can't wait. Can't wait to watch it. Mm-hmm. Matthew. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Um, last time it was probably when I was around the same age. Like I think it was between high school and college. Maybe like that summer. You I, seen I this? Saw it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. If that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I remember liking it. I don't think I loved it. I think. I mostly watched it because it was like my first girlfriend's one of her favorite movies. Oh. Um, Where's April now? <laughs> but I, I, I didn't watch it until years like after we'd broken up. I was like, yeah, let me finally give this a shot. <laughs> I was surprised and glad at how yeah, wild they allowed Nick Cage to be in this. Oh, yeah. Because he, he does... He's a fiery person. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I thought they would kind of... Uh, what's the word? Animal! <laughs> what an animal! <laughs> You're a wolf! I thought they would tame a what? him. What? A wolf! <laughs> I thought they would tame him, and I'm glad they didn't. Um, I, I, don't remem- I don't remember liking all that much the chemistry between the two leads. 
But, I, um, I beg to differ. Me too. May, maybe I'll get a newfound appreciation for it. We're gonna Italian. Around. We're gonna yeah. Italian stallion all over that, which isn't as cool as it might seem. Italian eye for the whatever guy. My sister's on that plane. I cursed it to crash. <laughs> I wish it explodes. <laughs> I don't believe in curses. Can you tell that we watch this movie uh, every day? Oh uh, well. Yeah. With that, yeah, let's jump in. I'm, yeah. I'm ready. Where are you taking me? To the bed. Let's watch this <laughs> oh, movie. I don't care. Just just take me. Just take take your revenge out on me, John. <laughs> God damn it. Did that gazelle tell you how to do that? She <laughs> goes, Africa. I miss Shakira. What? Put your paws yeah. up. What yeah. did happen to her? <laughs> she'll be back. She became an yes. anamorph. Next World Cup. <laughs> yeah, she'll be back. Next <laughs> Speaking of uh, starlets, we got a Sharon this mover. Sharon, bitch, snap out of There's nothing but Sharon, this baby. Gimme, gimme, gimme an affair after midnight. Can you put uh, Sonny in this movie somehow? Just dig up his body. Yeah. Uh, so we watched Moonstruck. Any... Uh, oh, we're recording? Yeah, of course we are. Oh, Lord. Any pre-thoughts? <laughs> I had already. Don't Ooh. worry. I, I, well, as I yawn here, uh, I got nothing but good, good old times here with this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, buongiorno, ti amo, bella ah, luna. Mio, della luna. What do you wait ah, for me? Oh. Oh. I'm Italian now. Did you all pick up on the reason why this script was originally titled "The Bride and the Wolf"? Mm. Can't say I did. Yeah, no, do we course. think that's a better title? It's because they were all animals. Yeah, always no, because they were, their carnal desires were prepared uh, compared to uh, Bride and the Wolf. You know, mm-hmm. the Bride, Loretta, always trying to be the Bride. I like Moonstruck. I think uh, yeah. it flows a little nicer. The definition of Moonstruck is kind of like drunk, loopy. I think. Is oh the yeah. Definition okay, that's of it. perfect. Yeah, so it kind of relates to it too. Very nice. Um, I think the bride and the wolf is a little too fairy tale. Yeah, for and I think it's a little confusing. I think this sticks a little better. Which one's the bride opinion. and which is the wolf? I know, but it's a little over the head because we always get these comparisons between these characters and animals. You're yeah. a wolf. <laughs> You're a wolf. We'll get to that. I door. see <laughs> a wolf in every woman you look at. Whereas the moon stuff was very subtle. Very yeah, yeah. not over your head totally, right? Yeah. Um, what were we drinking? We were drinking some good old-fashioned Chianti, some Italian wine. Yep, <laughs> a go-to goes down easy, just like this movie. Otherwise, oh, I would have yeah. had whiskey, but I only had twenty bucks on me yesterday, so it was a, a bit of an issue. Hey, it did the trick. Got me where we're going. So uh, the opening title sequence was originally played on the score from La Boheme uh, opera, but was La Bohème. <laughs> Not that one, Mark. <laughs> But right, 529,000 uh, let's put all our tables together even though they told us we can't do this because uh, you know what we live in an unstructured uh, society and yeah. fuck your society coming to a Fox Live broadcast near you I hate, I hate I hate oh me and Matt will watch we enjoyed Christmas Story was oh, that yeah. last year 
That felt so long ago. I did feel so long ago. Yeah, it was and now it doesn't year. even feel like Christmas. Oh, whatever. with uh, Russ Hanneman. Whatever. Yeah. The, the and Chris Zippelop and Couple Quest. That's what yeah. I meant. That Zippelop he plays Russ in Silicon Valley. Yeah. Um, but originally, the track was changed to Dean Martin's That's Amore. Mm. As a preview, uh, drew negative test audience reaction from the opera music, which really pissed me off because mm-hmm. these... People going to see the movie are like, whoa, this is a culture movie. It's beginning with opera. I don't know if this is one for me. If they would have just stuck past the opening credits, That's it would have been fine. What? It's just, it, I don't know. How dare they? Um, <laughs> so so anyways, this was previewed yeah. for opera fanatics? Well, no, it was previewed, but instead they used entirely Puccini's score instead oh, of the okay. Dean Martin That's oh, Amore. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So people felt a little more at home with That's Amore. They went, oh, it's a people's movie. Yeah, that yeah, makes I sense. See I, it's perfect for this, I think. I don't know. I think, it, first I think it would have worked well with Puccini's opera instead. When the moon hits your eye. Like a big pizza pie. That's our race. There are Americans <laughs> seeing this movie. Americans! <laughs> Americans. So we open with Puccini's La Boheme in full effect. Immediately associates us with something that's going on at the Met. Loretta and Ronnie's fateful encounter slash story and nice through line slash bookend for the whole film I felt like mm-hmm. we open with the opera we end with the opera it's kind of like okay yeah, it was this good. is a dramatic story we're going to hear about um, many members of the film's production team got a name dropped on the La Boheme poster shown in <laughs> keeping with the opera theme the main roles can be divided along operatic lines so Loretta is the soprano Ronnie's the tenor Johnny's the baritone Rose is the contralto and Cosmo is the bass so it fits right into the opera tropes their characters, you know, they mm-hmm. got a little buffoonery. Right, oh yeah. Main character versus love interest. Right. Um, 37-year-old Loretta Castorini is an Italian-American widow who lives in Brooklyn Heights, New York, with her family, Father Cosmo, Mother Rose, and paternal grandfather. We meet Loretta, played by Cher, walking into the Nucciore funeral home. Uh, Loretta is a bookkeep working for Al Conti, artist genius. I'm an artist. I'm an artistic genius. <laughs> yeah. And I've been through so many funerals in my life that I get that. It's like the Italians are like, oh, they look beautiful in the coffin. Yeah, mm-hmm. real genius. I make them more beautiful than they are in real life. Yep. One thing I think this film nails is just like the, the tertiary characters or the secondary mm-hmm. characters. Like they're so colorful. Yeah, this and real. Very, it's like real yeah, in an overdramatic real. sort of way because everyone yeah. talks like they're out of a play. But <laughs> yeah. Well, but one I, in particular. I like it so much. Yeah, one in a <laughs> particular. Um, Cher had just done two movies back to back and was so tired she originally turned this part down. Mm. Um, she also thought that she couldn't play a bookkeep because she lives such a lavish lifestyle and she spends so much money that she thought it would be What are numbers, baby? <laughs> uh, you know, I can't count. I'm fucking Cher. I spread La Mer on my toast in the morning, bitch. That's, <laughs> that's a bullshit excuse because we all know how heavily bookkeeping plays a role in this movie yeah, well yeah. it does because a lot of people get confused the first thing you google with Moonstruck is Moonstruck what did Cher like leave behind or something like that why were they mad, mad at Cher at the end because right. she didn't cash the check yeah. and I mm-hmm. guess they're just children who've never like you know put some money in the bank before right um, 1987 was a busy year for Cher along with Moonstruck she also starred in the feature film Suspect with Liam Neeson and Dennis Quaid The Witches of Eastwick which is another favorite of mine with Jack Nicholson Susan Sarandon and Michelle Pfeiffer um, it was also the year that she re- resurrected her solo music career with her self-titled hit album Cher um, <laughs> sadly it was the unexpected pinnacle of her acting career she would only follow up with the box office disappointment that was Mermaids in 1990 I kind of like Mermaids Ooh, I don't know, I don't know if I'm, I agree with that I'm <laughs> indifferent I'm sorry um, she eventually disappeared until recently and Mamma Mia 2 she's back again <laughs> um, as Meryl Streep's mother everybody get ready for this yes uh, 
She made a few film appearances since that in Faithful, 1996, Tea with Mussolini in 1999, and Burlesque in 2010, where I get the line, you can't quit put vodka in your Cheerios, babe. <laughs> oh, shit. That movie is awful, though. Don't ever watch that. Um, though she never regained a big status as an actress, her music career flourished with hits like If I Could Turn Back Time and Believe. Um, she has stated that acting was too demanding after being diagnosed diagnosed with Epstein's Barr syndrome in the late huh. 1980s. Huh. Never heard what of is that? that? Yeah, I don't know. That's. I don't, I, is you that expect like, me is, to be. A, I'm it, not a doctor. Is, is, is that like noids? <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. a disease that prevents. Gotta you from avoid acting. the noid. <laughs> or I've got nodes or, oh. or noids. Or it's like I, I, I just steal pizza from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> to the people with Epstein Barr syndrome in the audience, we mean no offense, but yeah. you you could all be actors. I didn't if look it try. up. Um, her biggest regrets regarding her acting career include turning down roles in Thelma and Louise, The wow. Adams Family. The piano wow. and death becomes her. Well, we all, so I think we all, all know her, we all know who she would have played in all those yeah, movies. And we'll all probably see some of those movies along the lines. They're definitely like yes. three of my picks are on death there. Death becomes her is is one the of my Adams favorites. The Adams family and Thelma and Louise are all picks of mine. Yes. So we'll see when we get to them. Um, Bobo, the waiter at the Grand Tequino, a prominent location in the film. We meet him. Uh, Loretta's having dinner with her boyfriend, Johnny, Camer- Johnny Camerari, played by Danny Aiello. Mm-hmm. And I just find this scene amusing because it's very real because she utters this line, Medicati will give you base to your stomach. And yeah. my mom said the exact same thing. Like, oh, you can't eat that oily fish when yeah. you go on the plane. Your stomach's going to be upset. But so. like, we get like the first inclination for Johnny where it's like, he can't really do anything <laughs> on his own. Oh, yeah. But he's successful because like, he's always in these three-piece suits and but, but, that, but the only reason he is is just because she picked it out for him. That's yeah, true. We do get that. I don't so, know if it's like that, that, that successful. It, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that leads it, me to it, believe it's a cheap it, suit. It, yeah, it, that's it, what I thought too. It adds to his character. When it's uttered later on, it's like Johnny Camerari, he's a big baby, and like he is a baby. You're a big baby, Johnny. I'm not a baby. See to our episode one for that audience. Um, and I just, I don't know, I really appreciate the down home dialogue of this. Uh, Don, Danny Aiello and Nicholas Cage play brothers, but Aiello is 31 years older than Cage. Yeah, good lord. So, Even though he's like uh, 32 and yeah. Nick Cage is like how old at this uh, time? I guess he's one. Yeah, how old is Cher in this movie anyway? We don't, 30. She 37. said, dude, she's 37, like 37. 37. 37. 37. Yeah, but. She was, she was that, probably yeah. uh, little, some maybe in the yeah, 40s. Maybe in the with 40s. With all the, the plastic surgery she's had. Um, Danny Aiello hated playing Johnny. What? Yeah. Oh, really? He was convinced that any woman would obviously choose to stay with his character over Ronnie. Mm, yeah, I don't he felt like so. any woman with common sense would uh, stay with Ronnie sense. over Johnny. Honestly, I don't know how I, I feel about that. I wouldn't take either. I don't know. Because based on the movie, I'd pick Ronnie. Ron- yeah. That bread passion in the oven and opera. and I. Bake bread. Yeah, for me, Ronnie's a fling. He's not marriage material, but yeah. neither is Johnny. Johnny's a mistake. I don't well, know if well, I feel that. Everybody's that, got uh, issues in this movie, yeah. but like everyone, I think is mar- mar- marriage material. Yeah, that's what Ronnie says. We come here, know. we live, we die. We uh, make okay, mistakes. marriage yeah. material, but not like the story. I- ideal not marriage. prime marriage material. Not <laughs> yeah. like yeah. The storybooks are bullshit. Like, this mm. movie does show that you could marry. I'm not going to say pretty much anyone, but you know, there's a wide swath of people yeah. you can marry in your life. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's the best fine, one. Yeah. Well, you can get along just fine too. Definitely. You learn to live with each other. Yeah. Uh, John Mahoney of Fraser fame playing Perry, who is fighting with Patricia, who throws a drink on him and storms out. Johnny shubbishly 
uh, proposes to Loretta, and I love this because it's like, you know, if you yeah. offer a woman marriage, you give her an engagement ring. Yeah. He's like, I like this ring. Uh, it's my pinky yeah. ring. Oh, I love it. Tony, I, give me the ring. Like, he's so stupid the way, because, like, he's, like, saying, like, oh, like, uh, I'll, I'll order dessert to, to, uh, to, like, initiate, like, like, uh, yeah. me proposing to you. Well, his signal's just a wave, and then yeah. his signal is just, like, and he starts, like, uh, like, like itching his scalp. scratching his head, and it's, like, I think it's just, like, him getting nervous at the fact of him very proposing. But it's also because we yeah. see people like that that are like extremely yeah. awkward in those situations. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I even do? So yeah, and they just outright. Oh, sorry. He's bumbling. I was gonna say, isn't one of his first lines uh, a man who can't control his women yeah. is, or his woman is funny? funny. And, and yeah. meanwhile, Loretta is looking at him like he's like, crazy, yeah. rolling like, your eyes. Like, yeah, are exactly. you kidding me? Because you're a big baby. Yeah. Later so on. much for him. Um, Loretta's first husband died comically by getting hit by, <laughs> by a, a bus. bus. Seven years ago, um, yeah. she didn't marry him in a church, and Loretta feels like if it's not done right, her bad luck will continue. It's that Catholic guilt mm. that I tell you about. It exists. It's like, I didn't do it right. Um, there's a lot of hearsay on the internet as to who or what Loretta married originally. Um, a lot of hearsay says that she married outside of her religion or perhaps a different <laughs> race. Mm-hmm. We don't know how that like reacted well, but she did love him. And mm. the family obviously reacted a little bit negatively to that. So. She, yeah, she's. Uh, I mean, it was seven years ago, but she's not really reflective on the guy that she did marry, mm-hmm. because like, because yeah, like when she's like uttering it to like her father, it's like, yeah, the guy died. <laughs> no, she, 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 right. she, there's like no like like reference to like who he was as a person. Yeah. And there's no like she obviously mourns for him, but there's no like oh right sadness you yeah. know like not like melancholy she definitely like that. acknowledges that that's just like a part of life and you yeah. have to keep going on but yeah. she, she's definitely lonely I think yeah, she's and she's, she's waited she and, hasn't dated and, and she's desperate that's why she kind of like caves into like when Johnny uh, mm-hmm. uh, proposes marriage yeah um, Loretta makes him kneel Johnny kneel there's no ring what a stunat I put uh, very deadpan and then they get this car ride home with no traffic somehow in this movie there's no New York traffic anywhere <laughs> Um, and we find they, out there were no cars back yeah, then. They weren't popular. They would have just walked everywhere. But uh, we find out that Johnny's mother is dying <laughs> in a couple My weeks. My mother is dying. She's Loretta, on our deathbed. And when she's dead, we'll get married. Yeah. And in Sicily, uh, Loretta wants a date, and she's like, "Give me a date, please." And he's like, "Oh, when I get back." She's like, but, "A month, a month, a month. Just show up. I'll plan everything." Okay. A month yeah. from today. Yeah. Say it. And they aren't talking, and it's still awkward when she sends him off on the plane. She does give him some gum mm. and stuff. And like a kiss. Yeah, doting, doting wife bullshit. And oh, then yeah. we get this character. Yeah, we I cannot forget. It. We get this scene well, with this old woman. And Mark, why don't you take us through this scene? Yeah, it's like, you, got, you know someone on that plane? <laughs> I put a curse on that plane. <laughs> right. I, I put a, my, my sister's on that plane. I put a curse on it to make sure it explodes. Now, my, my sister, she, she stole the man that I was going to marry 50 years ago. And she did it to make me stronger. And so I wish that plane like lands in the ocean and it swallows her up. <laughs> then share. I don't believe in courts and curses. <laughs> ah, neither do I. Unfazed. <laughs> right? It's just like, why is there? It's so overdramatic. But like, we are, like, you are, she's dressed in all black. Yeah. Like, clutching her fist. Yeah, like, like looking out the window. Like, like, like oh, it's going to sink. Like, come on. Like, come on. Pre- but like you also made this comment before because right before like uh, any dialogue is, is exchanged between Loretta and Johnny before he leaves yeah. uh, we see a guy go andiamo and it's yeah. like there's only Italians at this, this airport. airport well the plane is going to Italy 
but at yeah, the same fair. time, like, it's this, like this, there's this, only Italians this is like in this movie. JFK, you know, it's yeah. like everyone's here, but it's like not the whole yeah. fucking everyone's yeah. speaking Every, just Italian. Everyone from Sicily, yeah. <laughs> so it makes no sense. Um, and then we get like you know Loretta going back home. She buys some alcohol. And we get the first wolf reference. Um, men loving and cheating like animals, like a wolf, and pay attention because that's basically the theme of this movie. It's like men are animals and women are there kind of to control well, them, she, to the, deal with she them. She steals this from uh, this couple that's doing that shit. Like, <laughs> well, she pays. Oh, she pay, But like, I'm, I'm saying she steals this like oh, phrase. Yeah. So she sees yeah. it, that's why, in her own life. she's mm-hmm. like, And it comes up in a time of like emotional crisis. She's mm-hmm. like, you know what, you're, you're, you're a wolf! Because mm-hmm. that's what she heard before. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, the... the uh, the woman cursing the plane, the you know sister. That's yeah. kind of foreshadowing too. Of course, for I, Johnny. I never uh, uh, for Ronnie. Sorry. I mean, yeah. maybe I acknowledge it on my first viewing, but mm-hmm. you know, now that this is my second time watching it, it really came across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a Vicky Carr record playing, and we arrive at Loretta's home. Loretta's grandfather and his pack of dogs come running to greet Loretta. We meet Cosmo Castorini, who is played by Vincent Gardenia, prominent stage and screen actor, Little Shop of Horrors, Heaven Can Wait, who you may know. You know, mm-hmm. Mr. Mushnick. Which will probably be another one of my books. A lot, a lot of Jewish people like portraying Italian people, yeah, or even vice, or even Jewish vice Italian, versa. Because right? I think people can't yeah. really tell the difference no, half the time. Sometimes, yeah. Because it's just New York. Yeah, um, yeah. They're all eating bagels anyway. It's yeah, like, exactly. Who could they be? Um, and no one was Italian in this movie, so yeah. basically, no one was Italian. So it's just great acting. Wow. Um, I got news, says Loretta, and she comes into the kitchen to talk to her dad. And she says she's getting to marry Johnny, and we get these fabulous reactions where Vincent Gardenia is like, "I don't like him. I hate him. I don't understand." And he's like, talking with I, his hands. I, all I, the time. I love it. Yeah. it. It adds so much to his character because yeah. it's it's so. He's a baby. I don't I don't want him. It, it's portrayed throughout the rest of the movie like the way like his like his finger points yeah. and all the way like like more bad luck. He like points like devil finger like devil horn fingers yeah. at, at her. She gives him the curse. Like, yeah. Like like. Why does he smile? Where's his teeth? I don't. I don't trust him. What is he hiding? There you know? wasn't enough neck flip offs and, and does, teeth flip offs. He's like, this movie, don't though. do it, Loretta. Right. It don't work yeah. out. And then he like does a sort of like double yeah. fanguli. Yes, at one point. Uh, but it's just so interesting to me that it's it's real. Like I've had these mm-hmm. conversations before as yeah. a young Italian woman in so, the Brooklyn. Right? I, I hear all this <laughs> stuff on a daily basis. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just like he doesn't approve, and they talk about their dead, her dead husband. He's like, "Oh, yeah. he died. He got hit by a bus because you didn't approve. Like, I didn't approve because like, I didn't approve." Oh. Your, your mother and I were married fifty-two years. No, no bad luck between us. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cher, who is part Armenian and part Cherokee, didn't know how Italian families worked. Uh, she used her ex-husband, Sonny Bono's family, as inspiration. She said, everybody was always eating and talking and shouting, but you have such good times. Yeah. So that was her inspiration for this mm. character. Mm. Um, Loretta says, maybe if her father attended her first ceremony, she wouldn't have such bad luck. Morbid family. Uh, let's go see Rose Olympia Dukakis yeah. in bed. And we get introduced to Rose, who's Rose. probably the best character in this movie. liners. Rose, who's dead? Oh. <laughs> and he's like, who died? She who just, died? And she just yeah. casually just opens up her eyes as if like yeah. she wasn't even asleep. She was just waiting for Cosmo to come to bed. And it's more of that dark comedy with life and death. And she suggests that Cosmo will pay for the wedding, but he holds on his money because he's convinced that I won't he pay for on, nothing. If he holds on to his money, he won't die, yeah. which is oh, yeah. a human. You know. Oh, now he's yeah. gonna put on that Vicky car. Us as young twenty-something-year-olds. Now he's gonna put on that Vicky car record, and when he comes to bed, he won't touch, touch me. me. <laughs> so many quotes. Uh, Olympia Dukakis was fifty-five in this film, about ten years Cher's senior. 
um, wow. and had primarily a large reputation in the theater world. This was her first major film, and she took home the Oscar for channeling Rose Castarini by quoting slash embodying her own mother. Your life is going down the toilet. Yeah. Direct quote stolen from Cover her. up oh, that damn cool. thing. Yes. Your life is going down the toilet. <laughs> oh, she, all of her deliveries are genuine in, yeah. in, in every scene that she's in. Great. I love Fantastic. it. Yeah. Great actress, great actress. According to casting director Howard Fuhrer, both Anne Bancroft and Maureen Stapleton, two really big actors in theater and movies, had been considered for the role of Rose, but their fees were too expensive for the mm. production budget. Mm. Fear reminded, remembered Olympia Dukakis, a character actress known for years to most in casting. She read for director Norman Jewison, and he hired her instantly. While filming takes, Cher motioned to Olympia Dukakis that the movie was going to be a dud. They both thought, both Olympia Dukakis and Cher thought this movie was going to fail miserably. Hmm. Um, and she originally thought that Cher... Um, herself was giving a bad performance she went on to win the oscar and golden globe for best actress hey. so you never know you know you could be thinking you're doing shit in reality people will buy it people buy anything but that's just depression for you yeah. you're, when you think you're doing terrible you're actually doing really great except in my case really it's <laughs> oh. just <clears throat> all right i'm surprised she didn't really continue acting i mean after winning an oscar well she did continue acting but not yeah in not, great you know, all, all those uh, look who's talking movies mm, yeah <laughs> uh grandpa leads his pack of dogs into the streets and mm. we get this wolf man with his leader and his own tribe going throughout the movie yeah. more wolf parallels uh quiet but stuck in his morals um He's talking about the moon as a symbol of love, life, and insanity, thus the title Moonstruck, which is the definition. Turbulent relationship with his son, which is like, you know, I, I want to talk to my son, but being the Italian, I don't really have my place to say because I'm old and they're taking care of me. Mm -hmm. At the same mm -hmm. time, I should tell him he should pay with the wedding and swallow his pride. Right. So that's his debate throughout. It's um, a very stagnant relationship that they have. And it's very normal fighting in an Italian household because mm -hmm. they greet each other outside the door like, ciao, yeah. and yeah. then he goes, disgrazia. Exactly. Right? Like, disgrace. Or like, I, like, as soon as he walks in the door and he sees, like, his, his daughter-in-law, it's like, it's like hey, it's like, uh, Chabella. Or, or it's, it's like, yeah. hey, everybody upstairs. Yeah, everybody upstairs. Yeah, it's like, Bobin, hey, Bobin. Hey, house eggs. Egg, like, egg in a hole. hole with some oh, peppers. God, looks so good yeah I'll probably have that tomorrow don't worry about i'll be it. having it when i get home i know um she wants loretta to live there with johnny if they do get married loretta says no and answers a phone call from johnny on his mother's deathbed and there's an ongoing joke that she is taking her sweet time to die because the mother's in the background going how long must i wait and i'm like i relate it's like it's there's like a couple nuns or waves like, off, like, yeah, like waves off. mourners. We get a lot of like shots of like the crucifix above yeah, everyone's not, bed. Have you seen my house? I have a crucifix there, a crucifix well, like, in my room, a crucifix on my neck. Even she, yeah, like, Cher, Cher's wearing one very yeah. openly. Yeah. Like a lot there's of points. like ten crucifixes in this house. It's like right? it's showing the parallels between religion and sin. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's yeah. very nice because it's Catholic guilt. We may, they go to church more than I do, but you see that. Vincent Gardenia's character doesn't go to church because he doesn't confess. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's a normal thing in Italian households. Um, and there's an ongoing joke, obviously, that uh, Ronnie's mother is supposed... Johnny's mother. Johnny and Ronnie's mother yeah. are supposed to die on her deathbed. I'm and calling get you over from with, the deathbed of my mother. And we see Johnny weeping, melodramatic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And she's like, like waving him off. Also, like, don't stand out to the sun uh, too long. You, you got a hat, wear it. Wear it. I got my hat, I'll wear it. Yeah, and I just like how we hear this on the phone, and like Olivia Dukakis in the background is like, 
What's going on? <laughs> right. What are we doing here? And I think even Johnny's mother is tired of his bullshit. Uh, yeah, exactly. As of 2018, in time with the next scene, the Camerari Brothers Bakery at Henry and Sackett Streets in Brooklyn since 1921 is still in business. Hey. So you can go visit it if you want to visit a piece and of And Nick Cage is working there for well, any so. dollar to pay off his bills. Just looking at that flame. Uh, <laughs> Just staring. Speaking of Nick Cage, Lorena runs off to meet Ronnie Camerari. And immediately on the phone, we get, What's wrong? Can never be made right! And he hangs up, and yeah. Lorena goes, What an animal! What an animal! I, I just want to come there and talk to you! <laughs> animal! Goodness. Um, Nicholas's, Nicholas Cage's screen test didn't impress the studio. Really? And they oh. wanted to get someone else to play Ronnie, but Cher insisted that Cage was the one to play that role and threatened to quit unless he was hired. Wow. After a few wow. days, the studio relented. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I wonder when, why that is. I know. Well, when Cage was in his early 20s, he wanted to make the kind of movies that are essentially punk gestures, he told the Baltimore Sun. I read the screenplay to Moonstruck and thought I would never pay money to see this film, but my agent <laughs> insisted I do it. Practically forced me to do it. When I saw the finished film, I didn't know what in the world to make of it. That was my era of wanting to make new wave alternative films. Ah. So, hmm. Nick Cage didn't necessarily want to be in this movie, but I think he gives a good performance. I think so too. Yeah. I, I think he made a it's lot... It's interesting. He gives the film a manic energy. Yeah, that's and I think that's a bit of him too. Pretty I, good. This is still like early Nick Cage, and I... I I, I, I look back on like some of his early work like this, Raising Arizona, Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. I think he's very very good actor. I mean, even nowadays, like people like he's gone. Well, cra- Bandy. He's gone. He's, been good. he's gone crazy, but like I, it's it's like good crazy for yeah. me. I mean, yeah, I, I I love I love watching anything that he's yeah. in. I, I just, mean, I, he was talking about new wave alternative thirty years ago. I think that's finally the kind of stuff he's making now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so at least he's happy now, we can hope. And now he gets yeah. to play a Spider-Man. Yeah, and you get to see him before the surgery, which did exist, okay, right? Yeah, yeah I, did, I had no idea about yeah, that. face looks a lot different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Loretta meets Ronnie in his prime, bacon bread, staring into flames, and is drawn <laughs> to his animalistic nature. I have no life! Johnny took my hand, he took my wife, he took my life! He, he, like, it's like he says his monologue every day, or he preps <laughs> and, and staring into the mirror. Yes, and you see all the people in the background rolling their eyes, <laughs> yeah, like, oh god, much. not again. Except for Christy. Oh, but Christy, giving one of my favorite lines in this movie. Bring me the knife, Christy, so I can slit my throat! I won't do it, Ronnie! I won't! Ronnie, stop! No! <laughs> and it's just like they've been doing this day after day. And... Oh, yeah. Christy is still obsessed with Ronnie. Um, Ronnie was engaged to be married and indirectly got his hand cut off because of Johnny, who made a telephone call. It's a weird thing that resulted in bad blood, them not talking He made years. me look the wrong way. And then Loretta's like, he didn't make you do anything. It's not his fault. He's like, you want me to give up on these emotions that I have? And she's like, no, I guess not. I want you to watch me kill myself. Yeah. Uh, but there's a connection between the two because obviously she sticks around. For some reason, so maybe she sees yeah. a bit of her past husband and could be. Could be. You don't know. There's, don't a, know. there's a bit of both yeah. of them yeah. uh, in each other. Yeah. So. I think they just went through not maybe similar experiences, but you know they have that kind of loss. Uh, yeah, guess. exactly. Yeah, people mm-hmm. trying to control that a little, little bit of bit. trauma they want to deal with. Yeah, um, and both agree to talk upstairs. Meanwhile, Cosmo Castorini runs his successful plumbing business where it costs money because it saves money with yeah. his copper pipes, and I'm like. Good Italian business for Cosmo. He charges over $10,000 I mean, for repairs. for New York, on the Upper East Side, Upper West Side, where he's probably, Jake. you know, doing business. Also, this oh, is yeah. still in, like, the, 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 the late George H. 
W.H. Bush era. No, yeah. he's no R.I.P. Peace, peace be upon him. No R.I.P. Don't worry about him. He's doing just fine. His, his son gave Michelle Obama a mint at the funeral. Wow. wow what a nice <laughs> what a saint. Yeah. I wish he could be president. So, you know, like we're, we're, Someday, we're, 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 we're in a semi-recession here, so we don't know. Uh, but oh, Those mints each cost $10,000. We yeah. get this whole thing where Cosmo is cheating and seeing other women, but is it really cheating? I want to ask you guys. I mean, he... he I think so. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's cheating to some regard. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a, an emotional affair. Yeah. I only ask because this exact situation happened in my family oh, about oh, five oh. years ago. Exact. Like, to the T. Oh, well, no. Welcome yeah. to uh, so John's Skeletal Club. No, and it, it ends in the exact same way. So, I don't know if this movie is true or fake or... Did he go to the confession? No, he never goes to church. But, <laughs> I think it's pretty. But, I think it's a realistic depiction. Yeah, pretty accurate. I think it is too because the exact same thing <laughs> happened to me, so I can't really blame it. But yeah. literally, he didn't take him to the Met. It's probably some seedier dive bar, but. Uh, <laughs> And like he gives, uh, he gives her like these, uh, this this bracelet. awful, awful, bracelet. ugly bracelet. Yeah, I have that as my next like, thing. With with stars the, and the little birds, birds and stars. And stars. <laughs> yeah. Birds fly to the stars, I guess, huh? And she's like so enamored. Yeah, because it's that old Hollywood glamour shit that I'm like, oh, oh Cosmo. She herself is so gaudy. And like he, yes. she, she gives him like one little. Peck. She's the Italian bimbo, as we oh, like yeah. to call her. Oh right? yeah. yeah, she's that she's, Betty Boop bimbo oh, realness. Yeah. Oh man! Um, and flash forward to Ronnie blasting opera in his apartment, his one record, and I essentially put same. Um, it's Lava <laughs> Web he's listening to, and Lorena makes him a bloody steak and some. Pasta. I like it. Well done. Yeah, and she's like, "You'll eat this blood. Yeah. It'll feel your blood. You know, yeah. it'll help you feel your blood." Italian logic there at yeah. work. Yeah. But there's more wolf parallels, and both can relate to their love lives. Lorena married for a few years and compares Ronnie to a wolf. You're a wolf. You're a wild animal. You're a wolf. And Ronnie wanted his freedom, so he willed himself into cutting his own hand. That's what she kind of explains. A bride without a head. A wolf wolf without a foot. And then both kiss passionately. He throws the table, picks her up, and he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got it right down. Son of a bitch, where are you taking me? To the bed. Oh, God. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. Take me to the bed. (laughs) And both have sex. I, I got I gotta say this movie for me and for you this is one of the most quotable movies yes, for me it really by, is. by far it is very quotable. like I yeah. could we could almost quote this whole me movie. and Mark were just talking to we could do a, we could do a two man show oh, just, I would just, love to just that'd like be this. awesome oh um Nick wanted to do a Cocteau style beast voice for his character I know we haven't seen La Bille Belle by Jean Cocteau yet but it's on my list. Um, but was denied for twins. yeah. But was denied for obvious reasons mm. because it wouldn't work <laughs> logistically with his oh, character. <laughs> um, back at home, the Castorinis are hosting relatives, the Capomages, for dinner. Um, mostly happy for Lorena's engagement, but some underlying gender slash cultural norms slash tensions between Cosmo and Rose. We get this moon story slash dream delivered by Raymond, where um, it's Ray- uh, uh, yeah. Rose's uh, brother. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's essentially saying, like, one day I dreamed that I woke up and I saw this moon and it was Cosmo's moon. And I saw Cosmo standing on the street, which we think is real 
because Cosmo was obviously cheating or doing something alone in the streets that night because mm. Cosmo doesn't want to talk about it, even though Rose is like, why don't you want to talk about it? Why are you drinking so much? And meanwhile, Grandpa is feeding the dogs in this scene. Like, like oh, They're yeah. eating, like, zucchini and, like, maybe... Sausage, I think so. I, I could have yeah. sworn it was baked broccoli ziti. Broccoli rob. No, they got they got some sausage and zucchini. Okay. They got their broccoli rob and they got their baked ziti. So mm. they got all three of the Italian staples for heart disease. <laughs> and he goes to give them a, a second plate. Yeah. And then she goes, uh... Well, uh she, I got it. Uh, oh, man! You give those dogs another piece of my food, I'm gonna kick you till you're dead! And he just nonchalantly yeah. just turns right back around, sits down. Yeah. Very much like that Simpsons gif of yeah. uh, Grandpa yeah. answering the, well, okay, the bordello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You put the boing in Springfield! One of my favorite episodes. I love that. Musetta's um, Waltz from La Boheme is basically a love theme throughout the film. It's the da 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 transitions uh, throughout this music with the moon and uh first we see like you know um what's his name rose trying to yeah. wake up uh cosmo because he, he drank Wanda? too much it's like yeah it's like yeah you drank too much and then she sees the moon outside yeah. and it cuts to um Cher and uh, nicholas cage mm-hmm. and, and uh, she wakes her up it's like it's so beautiful i've never seen a moon that big it's like it's like it's like a big snowball that yeah. you just like swallow up and right? it makes me emotional because it's yeah. so like I, it's cheesy, but it's yeah. real in my life because mm-hmm. it's like you know we've said these stupid things and, before. And, and, then, yeah. and then, then it's another cut to <laughs> uh, like, it's another cut to um, Raymond and, and Rita and Betty, and it wakes him up. He's like, "It's like Rita." He's you don't so, have an Italian it, mom who talks it, about these it, things. It, like it, he's so she's so childlike in the way that, it, that he sees it. He's like, it's oh, yeah. Cosmo's moon. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? Cosmo can't hold <laughs> the, the moon. moon. Like half asleep. She's and like, then Rita's like, he's like, he's like, is he is he down there? Yeah. He's like, who? It's the Cosmo. It's like, why would he be down there? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> and then she's like, you know what? With that light in your face. You look about 25 years old, and then it's like a little like. get that sweet This is usually the scene that always makes me smile or tear up, and I think it's one of the most genuine scenes for me in the movie, and I always dug it. So, I don't know. I think it's just it's the most one one of the most romantic things. I've I guess seen. before we should continue, can we discuss why we think this film is a Christmas film, or why we felt this film was related to Christmas, or why you felt oh, this film was related I, I don't to Christmas? Think it was. You don't think it was Honestly, at all? No. At all? You couldn't pick up on anything? What What do you think? Just that Christmas tree that you pointed out. There's a Christmas tree in the beginning. It's cold. It's yeah, cold. That's, that's a lot of winter thing. wear. Okay, yeah. So that's one thing. Do you? We, think you know, any? we get that yeah. with uh, John Moh- 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 Mahoney. <laughs> yes. Mahoney. Yeah. I'm freezing. Yeah, Let me free, in. Uh, we'll get. We'll I want to get laid. <laughs> oh, Warm me up, baby. <laughs> Niles is gonna put on some coffee for me once I get home with uh, with my dog. And that damn Jack Let's Russell have sex in my <laughs> big <gonna> chair. <laughs> oh man! But uh, Mark, do you pick up on any Christmas themes in this movie? I see some decoration aside from just like the weather. Mm, there's like, some, like, like, but like, I you get no mention of like the holiday season mm. really as much. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like I mean, I pretty sure you've you've done a deep dive into this yeah so, so the reason why this is a christmas movie mm. la boheme is only performed 
the meta Christmas time. Uh, it does uh, snow in a quarter of a second for a scene that we never see, and the snow's not on the ground in the morning. Yeah. But it is a Christmas film, a lot mm. of winter wear, so... Just so I you mean, know. I'll take it. That it's... it classifies barely. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people feel like it relates to, like, the familial warmth yeah, versus the coldness sense. of, like, loneliness. You know, it's a, a bring-together family film. It's quotable as all heck. You want to include everyone around the dinner table? Yeah. It's a, it's a film I usually catch on at wintertime, mm-hmm. so I can't really say anything else about that, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Loretta wakes up the next morning and immediately realizes what she has done in the comedic scene. Oh my god! Yeah, she goes, you got bad eyes like a gypsy! I should have known yesterday! And Ronnie says, I'm in love with you! And we get the iconic slap, slap, snap out of it! it, it it's so farcical, too, yes. because like, uh, there's it's one line after another. It's like, it's like, no, like, you're making me feel guilty. It's like, I slept with you! Alright, I'm guilty! Yeah, she's like, hiding in the oh, closet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, which is her go-to hiding place, but, apparently. But like, it's like one of my favorite scenes where it's like, while she's in there, he opens the door, it's like, what did you do? What did I do? And he's like, you ruined my life. But he's so, like, like sincere about it. And so, like, like he has a smile on his face because, mm-hmm. like, like, you see such a change of demeanor about him since his first introduction because, like, it's like she's like this, like, lift that he's been waiting for to make him feel like this, like to feel alive and to make him go to the opera. Like, as we like, he says like, no, like, uh, like, uh, I'll leave you alone. I won't come to the wedding. If you go to the opera with me, mm-hmm. there are two things I love. That's you <laughs> and, the, and opera. the opera. I love how he got over his first love bread real quick. Like that. <laughs> yeah. bread might be really I could have sworn insulting. his hand was made out of bread. I know. No, I thought he hated the bread. Yeah, he was, well, when he was talking about it, he was well, like, he's been bread, working at bread, it since bread. at least, Five years ago. Yeah, I mean, he, he works right it. above it. Yeah. He stares at a fire, oh, furnace, man. all Only day. Only one record on his record player. Sad life. Some birds. Yeah. Stares, a bird. Stares at the flames. Only Longingly pasta wondering house. how long it would take for him to cook. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyways, you know, we get this. He goes, come to the opera with me tonight. She's like, I'll see you. I don't know. But where's the Met? I lived here all my yeah. life in this city. And I don't know what well, it like, is. Well, we get that one shot of like the like uh, the foreshadow to this is like the truck going by. Yeah. And the with, with the, yeah, with the mm-hmm. Metropolitan Opera mm-hmm. like, truck. You think she would open her eyes and just pay attention once in a while, right? She would know. Um, Loretta sees Rose at church when she goes to confession later. And we get this comedic scene mm-hmm. between the priest. Like, what was that second thing that you said? <laughs> She's like, oh, I cheated on my brother's... My my fiance's brother. Like, That's a pretty big scene there. Yeah. Which I think this guy that we never see the face of the mm-hmm. of the priest. Look but it up. Look I it up. I swear it's to God that it's Jim Cummings probably voicing him. Mm-hmm. A, a big voice actor extraordinaire. Um. So while Mark looks it up, we see Rose at church, and Loretta and Rose talk, and Rose reveals that oh Cosmo's been cheating on me. And Loretta goes what? Oh. She's like a wife knows. I know he's been yeah. cheating. She on says me. a very matter of fact. Yeah. I don't know why she's at confession. Way. Maybe she's praying for guidance or something. Or... Yeah, she's not confessing. She's just yeah. at church mm-hmm. in the pew. Yeah. And a wife always knows, so watch out. Yeah. Like I love these little sighs that she gives. Like they're even like yeah. prominent earlier in the film. Like mm-hmm. when she's like laying down in bed, and it's like, and uh, she, she Coswell puts back on that record of um, Vicky Carr. Vicky Carr, and, and she's like, ah, because like she loves her husband. She wants to get recognized. Uh, she wants to be recognized. Wants to feel that emotion that she once had with him because he's like oh your father wasn't always cheap so mm-hmm. it's like that's some because you know like the reason that like, he feels like that where it's like you know it's like oh he feels like he was onto his money he'll 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 stay alive and there's other reasons for that so he's afraid of death mm-hmm. so like 
that's one of the reasons. Um, yeah. uh, uh, I'm surprised that the priest only gives her two rosaries to do yeah, for that. I know. Yeah, just two rosaries. I think because she knew him, you know. He stay a little, little, stay here to the rest. A little, a little condolence discount. right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little rosary <laughs> condolence. Be here to the rest of the day, Loretta. Um, Loretta denies seeing the moon. I don't want to talk about it. And then Loretta gets a full makeover after getting the Kapamaji's money. She's a bookie. Mm-hmm. So her job is to deposit what must be at least $10,000 from this register. Because oh, it, yeah. it is a thick stack. Mm-hmm. And those T-H-I-C aren't ones. Thick. C. Yeah. Oh. C-C-C-C. C-C-C. Thick me. stack of money that she just shoves in her purse nonchalantly. Just, oh, yeah. No one will take this. I'm sure, bitch. It's and, only New York. I know, right? Nothing will happen. But her job is to deposit in the morning, but she forgets. She goes next door to the beauty salon, the Cinderella beauty salon, because this is a Cinderella story. Pretty booty nail salon. And finally, she gets her Italian curls, and it's everything. She gets the gray out. Oh, and man. They've been waiting for her to do that for years. Yeah. You know, she, she hasn't been the same since she's been a widow. Yeah. But she, this is uh, the turning point. Mm-hmm. She gets a new dress. It's really stunning, and some I think it's a little. It's the first dress she saw. She uh, a hot take: Jim Cummings isn't coming up on the IMDb, oh, so man. I don't so know. I guess, I guess yeah. We got a vocal double up in here. Take your shot, audience. You know when to drink when we got vocal doubles. Um, and when she buys the dress, she runs into some nuns. Nuns. She paints N- her nails. Nums. Nums. And literally runs into them. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, and she reflects and gets ready. She comes home. Don't everyone say hi home at once and. We get this 80s seduction smooth jazz montage. Oh, she's looking good. Oh, she's all right. She looks good the whole movie, but I'm not going to give her. Better than Mask. Yeah, and a trivia fact that I gave these guys was that shade of lipstick that... Cher was using in this movie went out of sale so fast and they never remade it again. Oof. Gotta get my hands on it. It was a time before the internet. Mm. So oh, we can only imagine Matt on that. Oh, yeah. Making millions from that shade of <laughs> moonstruck lipstick, you know? Um, uh, this whole scene, though, I'm, I'm not sure about it. It was. I think a lot of this movie, honestly, is jarring. But this what? this scene, what? especially, Jarring. oh yeah, yeah. it's like the mix of tonalities. Oh, I, I get no, that. No, like the musical tonalities, I, it's yeah. like a shift. I, I yeah, think only definitely. because it's just like it's her finally like coming into like her like, own. Yeah, and like feeling like good about herself where it's mm-hmm. like here's someone who really cares about she me she sips some champagne she, she puts, puts on, on a record dress. she takes eight hours to put on a dress yeah. oh, and yeah. her nails and that's it she's looking fine yeah, like she looks she, in the mirror she, she puts on makeup yeah. and she's like i look fucking beautiful. it's a real would you fuck me <laughs> yeah <laughs> right would you fuck me oh fuck me oh mr lector you gotta tell me where buffalo bill is <laughs> the lambs Doctor. Um, uh, both Ronnie and Loretta arrive at the Met, and both are stunned to see each other. We get this cute scene where they're looking and looking yeah. and looking, and then they see each other, and we get, you know, yeah. and the operatic overture or whatever. And there's no cute. He, no try, cute, he, yeah. he tries to kiss her, and she's but like, there's oh, no kiss. I thought yeah. we like, would no, just. It's like, uh, I just agree to go, go to, to do the, the opera, but like, she's, she's, a, she's abrasive, but like, she also like. She's resistant because, yeah. like, she wants to. You and know, she doesn't wants. force her. She didn't spend eight hours her. getting ready. <laughs> so you could tell this relationship is a little bit more healthy mm-hmm. than something. Um, Labo M has the morbid nature to it as well. 
um, that the Castorinis would be obsessed with it. Loretta cries, connecting with the character of Mimi, who dies in the end from tuberculosis. Um, like I, I like her looking around the opera at first yeah. because she, she's, she's never been. Yeah, this is totally like out of uh, uh, her wheelhouse. She's never been here. She's she's looking at the whole scenery, like the art and everything. And uh, someone else just happens to be. Uh, be here at this opera as well. Oh yeah, of course. Ooh. Cosmo and his side piece right there at the oh. same opera. Mona. Mona. Mona, she wrote. I bet you she's Monaing with Cosmo. If they ever I'm, yeah. I don't think I'm Monaing after that pun. Oh, oh. goodness. I tried. Groaning. But Cro- what are the coincidences? Boulder I love OM tonight. What a farce. What a show. Yeah. And we get like Moments where they're passing by each other on exactly, yeah, where they don't. Where Mona's like highlighting her cleavage where, in the bathroom. Yeah, and Cher's there like checking up her makeup yeah. or whatever. And then gives laughs. Mona a look like, yeah. what the yeah. hell is going on there? And uh, Ronnie's getting her some drinks while Cosmo's getting her some drinks. Side and, by side. Cosmo's yeah. like looking over his shoulder the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Goodness, like someone's going to find you at the Met and, you know, someone mm-hmm. did. Um, I just find it interesting that we see this emotional outburst from Loretta because obviously she's been penning something up and she's like I didn't know she would die in the end it's a very pretty woman because they go yeah. see La Traviata and Pretty Woman which is another TB oh the woman dies <laughs> okay. in the end exact same oh, oh a very similar plot it's like yeah. oh she died of TB too I didn't know she would die in the end I'm like really went to a tragic opera and didn't know the heroine's gonna die from TB mm-hmm. okay sure Jan hey Taco Bell's a killer yeah oh. <laughs> but <laughs> Um, they run into each other, Loretta and Cosmo, and they get this community saying, like, I won't tell if you don't tell. Mm. Like, what are you doing here? I don't want a putana. Like, I don't want a whore for a daughter. It's like, mm. Dad, you're cheating on my mom right yeah, here. Right. Who's this woman? And it makes Loretta really emotional, and they leave. Mm-hmm. They go get drinks. Not really emotional, but, like, humanistically well, like, emotional. I, I, like, I, oh, I, I like deal with this shit now. Yeah, yeah I, I, do, I do like his, like, very, like, he's touching himself. He's, t- <laughs> he's moving his hat, trying yeah. to, like feel comfortable where in a situation where he's very uncomfortable so I, I think it's it's very genuine yeah meanwhile Rose gets all dolled up to eat alone at the Grand Casino and starts talking with Perry who gets another drink thrown on him yeah <laughs> and we see Rose come into her element so Mark questioned me why we think Rose is here in the first place and I think she wanted to prove to herself that mm. She, that she can resist a man. She can resist, and she's stronger in this marriage than Cosmo is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's got her life, her faculties more together. Because she does a great job of it. Because mm-hmm. she invites uh, Perry over to eat, and they yeah. talk about their mm-hmm. lives. And she's like, you know, I'm too old for you. They're too young for you. Mm-hmm. You're just a little boy in a grown man's body. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Which yeah. Is like, you're, you're a little boy, and you like to be bad. Mm-hmm. Which I really like. Yep. Uh, I think... Uh, might be a little more simple i think she just wanted companionship you know yeah. her, her husband could, could is be yeah but i think she the saw time. the moment and she took I, it she's like let me see how this plays out too because she's yeah. definitely like the most intelligent but like you know, i don't think she wants more than like you know a confidant well yeah. also you gotta like remember or it's like as she's walking home with him she also runs into her father-in-law and then she's a little mm-hmm. bit abrasive about that as well so you never know like maybe she was looking to like maybe sleep with them and maybe yeah, that was like possibly. another like calling card where it's like I can't do this mm-hmm. so like maybe it was a, that was like a, a you know just a little the sign the only reason I don't agree with that I mean I think it could happen I mm-hmm. think because we never see that clear cut moment where she decides unless we like really decipher well, it she's, uh, well she kind of like looks away she doesn't say anything and he doesn't say anything we, either well maybe if she didn't run into grandpa it would have happened that way too could you have know? Yeah. Right, yeah. that kind of like awoke her like oh shit 
I don't know, that, though, because you do get the sense that their personalities that, are very different. I think she's, like, she's not young enough where she could just, like, she, she doesn't feel like she could just go out and sleep with anyone, especially mm. if they're not compatible. Like, she's mm-hmm. just looking for more than that. Yeah. Could be. And meanwhile, Loretta is telling her, oh, dad's too old, he would never. So mm-hmm. it's weird, like, the gender norms for men versus women in this too like mm. men can I, cheat and it's like a normal thing but women oh mm. they're a whore then right that's fair yeah, yeah. True. can we can we talk about john maloney yeah. for a second uh, john Ma- maloney. John Mal- oh, I, I, what's how do you pronounce his last name mahoney. mahoney mahoney i'm so sorry yeah uh so like obviously he's just looking for a good time oh, you know yeah. he yeah. like he he's a we all agree he, he's a he's he's a college professor uh, the the last two women he and uh, you the last two women he's asked out, asked out, uh, were uh, students of his. Obviously, how long he's been with them? He says usually, mm-hmm. oh, they're like two weeks or something like mm-hmm. that. And then I get a drink thrown in my face. So that's what kind of. He's saying all these like charming words and dialogue, and and she looks like she's like buying into it at first. Look, because like she's like she puts like her chin on her on her <laughs> on her on her hand, yeah. and she's like kind of, like smiling and like kind of. Be, taken in a little bit by like what he's saying mm-hmm. but obviously he's just looking to like have maybe like a one night stand with this mm-hmm. woman who obviously oh, yeah. he, he's aware like oh this woman's married she's she's older and mm-hmm. um but i don't know how much i feel about his acting uh portray <laughs> and yeah. that's the same with like a most most of his movies as well like you know like um that john cusack movie you know like uh say no, say anything yeah. um uh some other movies frazier's a whole nother issue that's a that's a uh, sketch comedy or not sketch comedy uh, sitcom uh, he, uh, he's very theatrical in his delivery it doesn't always feel like it doesn't it never feels real it feels a little bit stilted sometimes mm-hmm. it, it always just feels like he's just saying it because mm-hmm. he's told to say it doesn't never never feels like it's it's completely like in, in the realm of reality. I don't Which know why. Which should stand out because all these supporting actors are all theater. Yeah, but like he, it, but he just feels like the most fake to me for some mm. reason. I don't okay. know why. I, That's I, interesting. Yeah, I'm give and take. I'm in the middle. Like I think it's him dealing with his accent too. Yeah, which I I, I I never decent part of it. I've yeah. never heard his real accent, <laughs> his real voice. Uh, yeah, maybe he's that good of an actor. He could be, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. like I, crazy. but like I, I I never I never like heard him in interviews yeah. or anything. Yeah, like it's that, like so. uh, the guy from The Walking Dead, mm. also British. The yeah. guy who plays uh, oh. Rick. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was Go- some reason I was about to say Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> or, oh, or, of course, on The Walking Dead. Or you'd be like <laughs> wow. Mel, Mel Gibson. You can give up your whole Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I I don't know I like his acting I, I think it came across as pretty natural. Okay. I mean, as natural as you could be when you're obviously saying uh, what would come across as a uh, charming or funny in order to like get into this woman's uh, bedroom. It yeah. could be maybe just you know because just like he's bullshitting her to some yeah. regard, so it could be that I don't know. But I don't know. Because just... he says that same line when he gets a thro- drink thrown in his face. Oh, yeah, where it's like, like he's like, Get rid of old Edwin Sovereign and uh, bring bring me a glass of uh, of, uh, of vodka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I don't know. This is definitely a, a card he's played before. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Something about him. I, I think I just like him. His I think his smile could light up a room. I don't know. 
there's something seedy there. But I also agree <laughs> at the same time. It's like, mm, mm, I can see both sides. Mm-hmm. So I'm stuck in the middle. Um, Rose and Grandpa run into one another. And there's this embarrassing family moment. Like, yeah. oh, God, I have to deal with this when I get home with his pack of dogs. <laughs> and Rose doesn't invite Perry in because she knows who she is and advises Perry to grow up. But they mm-hmm. ended on good terms. They give each other a peck on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they acknowledge, you know, too it was what it was. For you. Yeah. It's just a little boy. But like he, he yeah, keeps saying, I'm freezing. Where yeah. it's like, trying to say, like, I'm, I want to fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, okay, just looking for different bye. things. She gets that key in mighty quick, I noticed this time. But, like, not, yeah. she's like, but, whoop, but, whoop, not, but not until she, like, she stays on the steps and, like, actually, like, waves him yeah. off. So, I, the, the, yeah, you never know. It could have been something there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie and Loretta want more together. But Loretta doesn't want to push her luck. Or she feels like she's being forced into something that she doesn't want. Yeah. Ronnie says, we're here to make mistakes, to love the wrong people, and then to die. Loretta finally agrees and goes with Ronnie upstairs to his apartment where they only do and, God knows what. And there. get yeah. in my bed. I love that. It's it, <laughs> I, I love that whole scene. And I, it's snowing. I wish they would have emphasized the snow a little more. But... Mm. I don't know budget whatever. Um, and, and Nick, Nick Cage in this movie comes across as a little too uh, edgy for me. Yeah, I don't know. Edgy. I'm 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 indifferent. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's also a nice contrast after you see like uh, the, <laughs> anything the, else. Nick Cage is it? No, 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 no. I was gonna say between um the mother and um uh, John Mahoney, or uh, it's a uh, or it's like because uh, you know like they don't go to upstairs together. Where they they go upstairs together yeah. and. and He's a bit more like sensible and persuading mm-hmm. into that matter because a lot of I, those sneaky parallels, a lot of those playwriting techniques, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I totally dig it. Yeah, thank you, John Patrick Shanley. Yeah. <laughs> um, Johnny in a comedic scene arrives home from Sicily early. You only paid for three songs, right? And most of them are level M, and it's like. He always leaves his suitcases outside the cab. That's his running gag. He's oh, forgetful yeah. and he goes, Stop! And like, Hold it! Hold it! Curses out the cab driver, yeah. comes in, sees Rose. I need to speak to Lorena. She goes, She's not home, but I want to talk to you. Yeah. Come in but here. She's also got like the Nikki Carr yeah, record player. She's Vicky like Carr. ready to break it over her knee. She's and, like, Turn and, it off. And she's also drinking. Yeah. And she goes, Why do men chase women? There's an old Bible story. <laughs> God took a rip from Adam and made Eve. And the, and she's like, no, shut up. Yeah, like why would one it. man like, like need more than one woman? Mm-hmm. And why is that, John? Because they fear death. That's it. Thank you. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I yeah, told you. Yeah. <laughs> now get up. Thank you for answering. I love that because after, yeah. after she says that, we're yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, it's like, it's like, like she's accusing him. Because that's also like, the, the Johnny's character where it's like he doesn't fucking yeah. have a clue about anything right? he can yeah. never think for himself but he arrived on it and he's like oh no and, he, right and even when he has an original thought he, can, he can't be like firm about it he has to be like no 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 like when someone like uh, says thank you or like oh like uh maybe that's wrong he's like oh no, I don't know he has to be defensive I love that yeah. about his character mm-hmm. <laughs> and this gets Rose in her head you know I need to talk to Cosmo about death you're gonna mm. die thank you Rose like, whatever whatever you do here. whatever you think you're gonna do you're yeah. gonna die just yeah. like everybody else yeah mm. thank you Rose good night and then yeah. she's like get out of my house yeah. come tomorrow morning it's like and then Johnny does this move where he falls against the door and yeah. then she goes watch the house <laughs> like it's gonna cave down like he's a bumbling Ooh. idiot goodness oh, yeah. and then we get my favorite scene in the movie yeah. where Loretta walks home kicking a can nonchalantly and I'm just like this is so 
human. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. As you know, like, right? uh, like the the records playing. She's just taking it in, you know, her night and everything. It, and it's she ma- looks good, even though it's been what? She hasn't showered. Oh yeah. She hasn't done this. She has a smell of sex right. on her. She's kicking that can in heels. Yes, and, and, I know. And, right? and it's a nice scene. No one's on the street. <laughs> and it's a nice transition right into the kitchen of the house. Yes. And then and then the camera like immediately goes to the mother. And goes, what the hell happened to you? <laughs> All right. So she's but, dancing. Yeah. In the, and the, in the music kitchen. cuts, and it's yeah. it's it, this is where it feels the most homey. to Yeah. Me. So before we get into this last scene, I want to tell you a little bit of trivia behind the scene oh. because it was a hell to film. This can't. This can't be uh, right. Director. Norman Jewison was fined by the Actors Union for not allowing his actors to go to lunch until they perfected the moods of the characters for the climax scene in the kitchen. Oh. Norman Jewison has stated that the climactic kitchen sequence was the most difficult scene that he's ever shot in his career. Yeah. The crew were dismissed and Jewison rehearsed with the cast for some time using a stage production approach. Only after the actors perfected their timing did he decide where to put the camera. During shooting of the climax, cast members lost their cool because they couldn't get the timing right. According to the New York Times, Jewison said Cage threw a chair at another actor <laughs> and Cher was threatening to report Jewison to the Screen Actors Guild for keeping them through lunch. Theodore Chaplin Jr., who played Cher's grandfather in the film, walked into the room and told them to calma, calma, calma and said, this is a feduya farce. In a feduya farce, when we pull everything together in the last scene, it'll work out. After he said that, the rest of the cast behaved themselves and finished the scene. But it's just like this perfect but, scene <laughs> worked and paid off I, in the end. That, yeah. No, and, and that's that's to its credit because I have been in moments like yeah. this where I, uh, I've been in shows where like uh, a director tries to really like try like pull everything together, mm-hmm. tries to make things perfection, and actors are just at their wits end. Yeah. Hell, I, I, I not to like name the show or whatever. I punched a, a brick wall at one point. Like uh, the bleeding knuckles, and because I, I was so fucking infuriated, yeah. but like it paid off, and the audience the loved Grinch it. The Grinch will do that to you. No, no, this was this was not this show. <laughs> the Grinch with that like bloody nose. <laughs> Why does Sydney Lou Ho have a black eye, Daddy? <laughs> but yes, I, I I do understand the frustration that might have gone into this. So mm-hmm. that, that's a that's an interesting note to uh, to add there. Yeah. Final scene. Loretta finds out that Johnny is back from Sicily. Ronnie arrives to talk to Johnny. And meanwhile, before that, we get this scene between Rose and Loretta, where she's like, you gotta love Mark on your neck. What are you doing with your life? It's your, in the toilet. Your life is going down the toilet. Cover up that damn thing. <laughs> what are you doing? She's like panicking. Oh, God. And like, then uh, Ronnie shows up, and she's like, like it's my, not Johnny. My mother... Answer the door! <laughs> nope, she's going, nope, I won't do it. Yep. This is all right. Sheriff goes and hides in a closet. Closet again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Ronnie comes, introduces himself. I would love some oatmeal. Yeah, yeah after, she o- after she offers it, and it's like, you got a love bite on yes. your neck. Oh, man. Um, Cosmo comes down, then we get some looks. Mm-hmm. And then Grandpa comes down, and he goes, you know what, son? I have to make a speech. You should pay for this wedding. And he goes, You okay. break your back yeah. through pride. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'll do it if she gets married. And Lorena's mm-hmm. like, all right, we're into this now. Mm-hmm. And then I like Rose, how they make it a point yeah. to say, like, if she gets married, yeah, though. Because yeah. you know yeah. shit's about to go down. Yeah. <laughs> and Rose looks across the table and goes, I want you to stop seeing her, Cosmo. Yeah. And we well, get this well, like I, I like the first line. Quiet like, scene where like, he... leading it towards like, "Have I been a good wife?" Mm-hmm. You know, because like, like kind of questioning that marriage. He's like, "Yeah, of course you've been." And mm-hmm. kind of shrugs, and you know, that's what she says. It's like, "I want you to stop seeing." Yeah, her. and we get this quiet. Hit and, the and, table. And, and and you know what? She, it, <laughs> and she and she right. says it without really knowing, but like she knows, and so like that adds more like 
effect to him because mm-hmm. like he thinks like Loretta told her maybe so yeah. it's like it's like all right yeah and, like, and go to confession yeah <laughs> it's like uh, whatever um then who should arrive but the Capamagis yeah who are coming in and they're like Loretta do you have to tell us something like, that you bet on the horses again <laughs> I know right what a sour turn if she lost that ten thousand oh, dollars or right. whatever she that, shoves and that the cash bills. is like we can't express this enough the cash is an exorbitant amount it belongs in a for, safe right? it belongs in a museum <laughs> Goodness. But they're like, oh, God, she didn't deposit. Oh, we never blamed you. That's why we arrived. Yeah, we never suspected. Early in the morning, right? We never suspected. Yeah, right. <laughs> Even though they clearly did. And they all set their tables, and then they go, what are we waiting for? We're waiting for Johnny to show up. Like, I just love I'm, how everyone's waiting like, at this point. Like, I'm Ronnie. It's like, Johnny's brother. Oh, and they can tell. They're like, mm, what's he, going on I here? like how he nonchalantly puts his glove, yeah. broken hand, on like, the table. Yeah. And, and kind of like says, like, like hey, something's wrong. Hey, here. is anybody gonna ask me about this? Say, yeah. hey, come and on. I, I love like the father was like, somebody tell a joke, because yes, <laughs> like, yes. it's all quiet and, and Nick Cage is like the only one who's like kind of chuckling because <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to in the situation like this because oh, it's yeah. it's so like like shit. Something anything can happen, but he's just like, hey, if it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Finally, Johnny arrives. No, all, all silent. Mm-hmm. They're all watching. He still has no clue. He's an Bumbling, idiot. He's like, yeah. He's Ronnie, like, Ronnie, you've you're come. Here. And like, Loretta's like you, covering herself have, up. Have like, you come to make peace with me, Ronnie? Yeah, like, it's, it's like, yeah, but you might not want to. Like, what are you talking about? We're brothers. We're made to make peace. But Loretta, can I speak to you outside for a second? It's like, like, no, I need my family, family here. Right He's like, fine. I cannot marry you. And she's like, what? <laughs> if I marry you, my mother will die. No, but you, you made a promise. promise to me. She's like, like take your oh, ring, throws Johnny, it you're 42 years right. old. She's still running your life. Like, you're a son who doesn't love his mother. Right. Leave me out of this. <laughs> well, like, I, I love that, too, because, like, that, because, um, Nicholas Cage was, like, as he comes in, it's like, oh, it's like, and, uh, What's her name? Uh, Rose is like, oh, your mother's feeling better. It's like, oh, that's good. We're not close. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like he he knows exactly. Where it's like uh, she's a controlling mother, and like he obviously she's got her claws into Johnny, yeah. and so it's yeah. it's like it's like oh yeah by by saying that it's like oh when I when I told you my mother was uh, when I was getting married, my mother got better right away. She started cooking for everyone. Yes. <laughs> oh, and then Ronnie drops the big bomb. Loretta, can I marry you? She goes what? Can I oh, where's you? the ring? Where's the ring? And then he asks Johnny, Johnny, where's the ring? Gives can I borrow it? Yeah, can I borrow it? Puts it on. She asks her mom. She's like, Mom, I'm going to marry him. She goes, do you love him? She goes, I love him too much. She goes, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ma, I love him awful. Yeah. Oh, goodness. And then, then, and then like, the, the grandfather's crying. He's like, yeah. what's the matter, Pop? I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused. I don't oh, know what's fantastic. going on. And it's they're it's all great. popping champagne, yeah. putting in acids yeah. in there. And what? for a final, you know, that final icing, we see that Johnny is off, sitting in the corner. Yeah. Goes, I love his yeah, yeah dejected like, because... like Charlie Brown on <laughs> oh, Christmas yeah. Eve. Just <laughs> yeah. and like when he gives up the ring too, just like his face. Like, yeah. what, what are you going to do in that scenario except just and, look and, like, so the, downtrodden? The, the mm. grandfather has to come over them and has to like sucker in there. It's like, yeah. you're part of the family now. Your brother's you here. Realize? Your brother's getting married. Come on. And, and he's like, well, and he's like okay. two family. Like, like uh, la familia. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And then we get this shot of like uh, this, uh, I guess this, um, I guess their parents' their parents? Parents, parents, yeah. parents. Their grandparents. Yeah. So why was that there? Anyone know? Anyone can make any guesses? Uh, the Shining. It's family. Yeah. As an Italian-American, <laughs> if, if you could... family comes first. Yeah. If you've ever seen an episode of Sopranos or the new Sopranos movie in the works. Well, you're not going to see that. The Saints oh, of, of course Newark. I will. My parents the already lined up. Uh, are, are they going to like uh, Tarkin-esque? Uh, the James yeah, Gandolfini from the dead who knows yeah, yeah. no they'll get a younger actor to play him while he's younger probably yeah. that's what I assume another James Gandolfini <laughs> we got any gobbledygool of course we got gobbledygool hey big pushy come over here I got some big pushy for that's you that's a show I gotta rewatch uh, Gaga was in that show believe it or not was she? Yeah, she's yeah, an extra one episode. Oh, ah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I could point her out. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> and this movie ends on a da 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 Well, answer, I like a big pizza pie, that's amore. With a nice shot of like the entire family together, yeah. which is actually pretty nice. Which was the promotional poster for this movie. Mm-hmm. So oh, it was nice. then just posed together in the Italian, hand on shoulder, in our classy suits, you know, yeah. sitting in a chair. Non like dramatically, just staring. Mostly everyone smiling. Nick Cage has like a bit of a frown going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can always see like the top of Raymond's head. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yep. So, any final thoughts before we close out this episode on Moonstruck? For mm. me, uh, it's oh, like since I've seen it like uh, numerous times since that first outing. <laughs> Uh, it's it, it all hits home. It, mm. It's it's it is family. Like when I think of this, I think of my family. And mm-hmm. as dysfunctional as it is, it is. I I love them to death, and I can't help but uh think of them when I watch this. And it, I, and it's all the laughs remain. I can't help but laugh at every moment uh, that comes with it because I I I could think of like a situation that happened yesterday, and then think of a scene mm-hmm. uh, while watching this. <laughs> and uh, just kind of related back uh, to to one another, so it's 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 definitely very homeful. If if you are someone who's of Italian heritage and grows up in or a, not in a loud <laughs> household, hell, even like when we watched um, a Star Is Born, we saw Lady Gaga the first scene with uh, Andrew, uh, Dice yeah. Andrew Dice Clay. Like mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, the, this is yeah. Moon, this is my family, and like yeah. this is Moonstruck right here. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's dishes everywhere. Everything's filthy. Why don't you clean everything up? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it's it, and it's definitely romantic. It's de- it's a very very romantic movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I dug it. Pizza slices. Pizza slices. I'll give it a whole pie. <gasps> a whole eight out of eight slices. It's rated pizza. Not not just not just a a regular eight slice, but a Sicilian, a thick a thick slice. You know how many slices are in that pie? Sicilian slice. Oh my. Well, I guess before wow. we, we put the the cherry on the cake with Matt's rating, I'll give mine. I picked this. My family. I love it. <laughs> One of my Christmas picks along with Gremlins, It's a Wonderful Life, etc. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this a whole 8 out of 8 slices. There we go. Pie too, for obvious reasons, mm. too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's two eights out of eights. It's hidden your eyes. <laughs> My eyes. <laughs> My eyes. It's too much sauce on this pizza. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's see. Let's get into it. I. All right. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to break the trend. Yeah, this is oh, it's gonna be a four point three eight sixteen <laughs> for How'd you know? three slices. Uh, no. The, uh, this is a movie. I think the first time. Yeah, that's my first thought. This is a movie. 
the first time I watched this, uh, I don't think I realized how, you know, Italian it was. How Italian heavy it was. I think, you know, probably the subtitles helped. Yeah. Uh, the presence of With all like, the chews and the yeah. what and the cause. Yeah. C-O-S cause. The presence of uh, my nightcaps uh, fellows here definitely helped. We overruled you. It was... It, I did. I also didn't realize the first time I watched it how endlessly quotable it was. Yeah. But that is fantastic. It's probably the most quotable movie I've seen. Yeah. Every line is even more than Ida. You, you, <laughs> and Ida. I, I mean, you, you didn't hear me and John throughout the whole movie right. saying oh, yeah. each Go, quote. You're gonna spoil it oh. the, before the yeah. before the quote <laughs> actually occurred. Oh, uh, it was good. It was fantastic. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I will say though, I'm still not crazy about the the chemistry between the two leads. What? <laughs> I gotta say, there's just not much to latch on to for mm, me. I can agree uh, in some respects because Cher or her character Loretta, she I feel like she's just kind of tired of uh, taking care of men. You know, taking care of the baby, the man child, mm-hmm. man children. Yeah. Uh, in her life, uh, but I don't think. Nick Cage's character, Ronnie, really represents a big leap forward from that. I think she mm-hmm. still kind of, in a sense, has to take care of him in a different way. She doesn't have to really, uh, you know, remind him to get down on one knee or yeah, do some obvious stuff like a, bring a ring to a proposal. Maybe she doesn't even have to really cook for that for him. Like she or he could live on his own pretty independently you know he, he doesn't need his mother like johnny does but i still think at the same time she needs to still bring him down to earth and like make him not be so melodramatic mm. um and i i believed in the romance a little bit more this time than i had last time because i do think they have very different uh I guess personalities, but I feel like each of them, what they thrive on is being able to show the other, like, uh, new facets of life, or like a, a new world gets opened up to them. Like, you know, Cher had never really uh, been to the opera before, and Nicolas Cage's character doesn't seem like a, he really had a woman speak to him like that before and not take any mm-hmm. of his bullshit and kind of like just bring him back down to earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so but we see like in the bakery how they just dote over him and don't really challenge him yeah and, definitely and everyone is like intimidated whereas the first one's like sit down i'll make you a steak it's raw mm-hmm. i want it uh, cooked well done it's yeah. raw you're gonna <laughs> eat it yeah yeah she she makes others play like by her own rules mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's like if you don't like it i don't care like yeah. you could leave mm-hmm. but you're gonna like it yeah <laughs> and yeah i so i latched onto it a little bit more than i had in the past i'll admit that <gasps> cool i'm gonna <laughs> Oh, and the, I still kind of think it might be a little jarring, like I'd mentioned before. Uh, I feel like the... Not even that, but just, I mean, that's that's I'm part sure of it. just in front of a fireplace. <laughs> I just feel like it, the movie itself is kind of all over the place, which does give it its charm, but at the same time makes it seem... All over the place. A little a little off, a little bonkers. I feel like mm. when Nick Cage is introduced, it becomes like a whole different movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Just a big shift there in like his energy and what he's doing compared to, you know, we had met colorful characters before, but none were as, uh, I said this before, as manic as uh, Cage is. 
and that that does get tempered as it goes along but i do think it's i mean i don't know if i could really uh, throw it as a criticism because i think that's kind of what the filmmakers were going for but it still felt a little bit off to me mm-hmm. a little uh maybe too farcical at points but it I mean, it was pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a nice six point eight. Mm-hmm. Wow, pretty high 6. from 8. that. Yeah, he left out the crust. Right, <laughs> just, yeah, the yeah, just the crust. Yeah. Oh, no, just the crust. Big crust. No, He's just cr- the crust is being left out. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. just just, only just crust the dough. Say, he just scraped yeah. off the sauce. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, th- I think I think I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. You'll live with it? I was thinking maybe a little bit higher, but... <laughs> okay. You know, you not be at, not at this point in time. All right. Maybe so in the future. Before we get into our next episode, Hints, is there anywhere that our audience can reach you, fellow gentlemen? Well, you can reach me over at Junior over on Instagram, or Man Who Wears Hats over on Twitter. All right. You can find me, John the Gwikowski, lovable co-host of podcast, Human Wine Stain on the White Shag Carpet That Is Your Life. <laughs> We didn't introduce ourselves this episode, but... Oh, that's true. <laughs> Who are we? <laughs> on Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on Twitter. You can follow my other Anime Was Not a Mistake uh, Studio Jahibli podcast. Currently still working up to Princess Mononoke. We're going slow but strong. You know, life is hectic, but we getting there. Life could be a dream. <laughs> Shaboo. Oh, stop. That's my pick. Don't you pick that next. Oh, you could pick that next. I don't even know that. what you're referencing. I'm just... Clue. Hello, hello again. Shaboom. Yep. Oh, man, I'll be excited for that. You have to tell me, though, so I can get my notes prepared for your notes. Um, Anyways, um, you can follow us, Nightcaps at the Theater, on most social media platforms. Please do rate, review, and subscribe. And then our last co-host over here. Hey, you can find me at MacCab1210. Or, uh, that's usually one of my names, uh, 1210. But I don't, I don't remember what I am on Smash. (laughs) Oh, I need a friend code for that one. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm not pulling that shit out. No, that's like a but, thousand digits too long. Yeah, we don't have time for that. No, we don't have an extra hour. But uh, I guess if you come across me, I think my name is... It, it might either be MacCap1210 or Big Mac with a one and an underscore. Oh, I'm getting hungry. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll let you guess where the underscore is and the one. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or, or maybe I'm just Matt. I'm not quite sure. Mm. But, yeah, well... Uh, uh, We'll fight each other, and you'll probably kill me. Mm. And then Mar, <gasps> continuing the holiday traditions, are we? Well, I've man, I mean, Matt's the one that kicked it off, and then you bring out this golden gem of a yeah. holiday film. So I, I, I guess I just have to. Mm. <laughs> so my next pick uh, will have to be within the realm of Christmas time, and uh, this just happens to be uh, adapted from uh, a book. A, 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 a novel, a, a novel, a, a novella, <laughs> perhaps. Ooh. This film has also, uh, or this book has, has, <laughs> has had many film adaptations, but mm. only one I think really matters. So I'll leave that to your own devices. Interesting. Right. Well. Where are you taking me? <laughs> to the son best! of a bitch. We, we, son we, of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch! I'll leave it up to your own imaginations. <laughs> I don't care! <laughs> Until uh, next it's time. It's Cosmo's moon, it's getting closer! Oh god! <laughs> it's eating him! <laughs> and then it's gonna eat us! <laughs> oh my god!
enjoyed the show. I'd offer my own commentary, but I've still got popcorn kernels in my teeth and a slight aftertaste of gin I just can't seem to get rid of. Maybe I shouldn't use it as mouthwash anymore. If you would like to offer your own two cents on the podcast, be sure to rate, review, and dare I say, even subscribe. Don't forget to find us on most social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Nightcap Cinema. Don't be afraid to join the conversation, offer your own take on the films we watch, or even suggest something that we should see. We are always welcome and open to all feedback. After all, everyone's a critic. Can I be real for a second? As an avid podcast listener and newbie podcast creator, I better understand now more than ever just how much work and dedication it takes to create and share things through this medium. By taking just a few seconds out of your extremely busy days, you can honestly make a world of difference even for us. Just a couple of millions who talk about movies for shigs on the internet. I would like to personally thank anyone who contributes in any way. Remember, it's all possible thanks to listeners like you. Thank you. What do you mean that's not gonna fly with PBS? You think those antique road-showing geriatrics are gonna listen? You have got to be kidding me! Ugh, we'll just cut it in post.